Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode is brought to you by Casper Mattresses, and that's fine and well, but it's also brought to you by Mr. Koya, and you might think, that's great, that, those shirts are great, but I wish there was a shirt that was specific to the Weekly Planet, which had been designed and you could buy online and order now. I do think that. Well, there is, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, you know this. You know about shirts. What's That's going true. I, on? Sounded, I sounded surprised there, but I actually know what's You're going on. You're very much involved. I'm, I'm involved. There's five photos have been taken. Correct. The website is up. That's it. Very cool. Something Our friends over at Mr. Coyer have worked together with us. If you like obscure podcast merchandise, <laughs> as we all do, and you want a, t- you want a button-up shirt that represents... The podcast, The Weekly Planet, and to some extent, all the podcasts on the Planet Broadcasting Network. But it also just looks like a nice shirt. It does look like a nice, cool shirt. Yeah. It's great. It's like a dark blue. It's got the Planet Broadcasting logo, like, endlessly repeated mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. a light blue. And then every, every like, every once in a while, there's a little silhouette of our faces on <laughs> That's there. That's right. There's a few Easter eggs in there, Mason, would A couple of Easter eggs, yeah. Absolutely. And it's fine quality because I've put mine on and I like it. Yes. You're the, you, you've got the only one, I've don't you? I've got the you? only one currently existing, yeah. So they're no longer available. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Enjoy my Instagram posts <laughs> and, and I'm going to burn it tomorrow. That's it. Well, actually, uh, you've got three weeks. From now, from three weeks till now. We're doing a pre-order run. Pre-order run, to, just to work out how many are going to be printed. And delivery is going to be early September so they can get made up. This is a limited edition shirt. If you do order another Mr. Coy shirt in the same order, which often people do, that will also come in September with the, with the Weekly Planet shirt. So we've talked about before about the 25% promotion. That's over. That's finished. <laughs> Forget about it. This is a, this is the that was the carrot. This is the stick. <laughs> so this one, yeah, it's take a look. I'll link it below if you if you want to get one. Check it out. Like I said, limited run, limited time. Uh, they're a good quality shirt, also. They're really great. They're ethically made. Mm-hmm. I've said this before. Nobody's losing a hand in a machine. You know that they 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 make sure all the factory standards up. You know are up to scratch. Everybody's mm-hmm. getting paid. It's also a good quality shirt that will last. That's true. What else do you want? Uh, all, all the shirt measurements are on the website, so yes. if you're unsure, just have a look. What I would do is compare it to a shirt that fits yep. you very well that you already own. Yes. Just compare it up. But if you're in between sizes, they're pretty slim and fitting. So if you're in between sizes, go up a size. Yeah, okay, they're, cool. They're fun, they're fun for summer. You want a little loose and relaxed for summer. A I good think. fun some summer fun, shirt. Fun some some. 
It's uh, mrkoya.com slash product slash weekly dash planet. Oh. That's the landing page. There's a whole lot of pictures of you here, Mason. Don't let that put you off. Oh, anybody. come on. Nah, look all right. <laughs> come on. Nah. But yeah, bloody check it out. Uh, we'd love to see some out in the wild. Or, or don't. Don't do. Yeah, but you don't have to. We're only doing this for three weeks. But you don't have to. I feel you have to. You have to. It's yeah. a limited run. Mm-hmm. I don't know how limited. It might be 50, but it might be... A thousand. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it depends how much fabric they printed. Yeah, I guess you know it. What I, mean? I guess it does. Yeah. Um, also, this isn't some sort of weird, cheapy polyester print. I oh, know like, it's this a is 100% real cotton. This shirt. is real good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Good stuff. I'm with the show. Red hot comic book movie news. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. <laughs> of the Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, my co-host, Nick Mason. Thank you. Very special news this week. What's that? A uh, little special shout-out. It's the birthday of your brother, the one that I don't like. <laughs> Correct. It and is. as is tradition, yep. when it's the birthday of your brother, the one I don't like, you get to do the, inter- in the intro <laughs> and sort of stumble over some of the words. That's right, yeah. And you've done it, so good work. We uphold all sorts of crazy traditions, but that's our favourite. It's so good, isn't it? It really it's, is. It's our Christmas, you know? It's the our birthday Christmas. of your brother that I don't like. <laughs> Speaking of things you don't like, Mason, you hate charity. And that's yep. fine, but we have a Care Australia campaign that's running at the moment. Oh, nuts. Uh, it's linked below. You can win prizes. Oh, cheese and crackers, James. <laughs> Mister, Don't care for this. Mister, you can win stuff as well. There's bonus Q&As and podcasts from Planet Broadcasting where they're giving away movement watches and Mr. Coy shirts and Harry's raises. Prize and a bunch packs. Of other stuff. There's prize packs. So if you donate any amount of money, we're also well over the halfway point, which means yeah. you're going to start recording some stuff. So. You also get to ask a question if you donate, so you probably want to get that in soon if you want to get your question in the old QO way. Yeah. yeah. And you want to think of a funny format to put it in so we notice it. That's right. Bold. Like emojis. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know we're if they... to... Yeah, we're over, we're over 22,000. Great. That is amazing. That's fantastic. Thank you, everybody. Cool. Here's some bad news, though. Oh, no. I mean, he was 90, but it's still bad news when a legend from the industry passes away, Mason. Yeah, right. Steve Ditko. That's uh, right. Co-creator. Some would say... Had a bigger hand? Because didn't Stan Lee go to him and go, what if a spider was a man? And he went, and he did everything the, the classic, else. The classic Stan Lee pitch, which is, what if there was a man and he had spider powers? <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> I guess I'll draw, design everything and create his powers and his origin. All right, yeah, I'll do it. that's it. Uh, so yeah, Steve Ditko. Mm, yeah, um, also uh, Doctor Strange had a huge hand in that. He like also created... Um, he, he worked for Charlton Comics, mm-hmm. and so I think he had a hand in some of the characters that later became the Watchmen characters. Yeah, right. So he, created, so he worked on, he created, co-created Captain Atom. He's worked on Blue Beetle, uh, The Question. He created The yeah. Question. Uh, so, um, and other stuff, The Creeper, who's one of my favorite characters, who's a, uh, a Gotham City, like, radio shock jock that turns into, like, a, like a weird yellow and green and red Bouncing around Insane Man. Oh, it's very good. good, yeah. I created Hawk and Dove, Shade the Changing Man, bunch of characters. Bunch yeah. of characters, yeah. yeah. So you did an episode recently of Do Go On about Marvel. Oh, yeah, we you're, cursed him, sorry. Yeah, you did. But you, all talk, you talked about, uh, you did different Marvel characters and eras. Uh-huh. And Matt mentioned Steve Ditko specifically. Yes. And how that he did, he did end up getting paid out for... All of his work so from the, Marvel, so the, the, that's the, the rumor. So the story goes, mm. you know, because a lot of times in the past, people who created characters for the big 
comic book companies didn't get any yeah. compensation for what they did uh, beyond what they got paid for the day, really. Yeah. But suppose the story goes that one day, quite recently, one of his neighbors accidentally opened a piece of his mail. Accidentally. And, yeah. And like it was, a, it was a check from, you know, Marvel Entertainment for a lot of money. Yeah. So who knows? I, I and hope, it, was I hope in that's... it was in Euro as well. Oh, that's so, oh, that's so, so much even better. Wow. Yeah. That's so good that, stuff. Yeah, so that's good that he got. Uh, yeah, that he he, ev- he eventually got paid for his work. Uh, no family members. No family members. He does yeah. have. He did. He does. He has one surviving nephew who's also called Steve Ditko. Really? Yeah. Who's also, I think, a comic book writer. Really? Or uh, also an artist. Sorry. Okay. He's an artist. Great. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So yeah, legend of the industry. I'd like to actually go back and do an episode on the early days of him and Stanley and and their workings together. But we're in we're in Comic Con fever at the moment, Mason. Oh, it's Comic Con fever. It's the, is su- it? it's the summer movie season. Is it? And whatever. Uh, yeah, maybe. All right. Seems it's- pretty cold down here. I don't believe it's the summer season. Well, it's it is. It, it you know, more important places in the world. Oh, okay, places right. in the world that will get bombed first. <laughs> so, Terrific. So good, that's, great. That's how that works. But no, a legend of the industry is his contributions cannot be touted enough. Agreed. But I think that's enough for today. Yeah, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Yeah, it should have been Rob Liefeld. We all know it. Oh, brutal. No, I like Rob Liefeld. That's not, that's not true. And he's a young man, Rob he's Liefeld. He's a young man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next bit of news. Uh, Birds of Prey is apparently going to be shooting in January. This is the Birds of Prey movie, not the Birds of Prey TV series, I which has already happened. Yeah, that's right. it's New a, episodes of the Birds of Prey TV series. <laughs> Isn't somebody famous in that that we know of or something? Let me check. Like someone who's famous now. I was going to say Lucy Lawless, but I don't think it is. Uh, I'm looking at these names and I know a lot of them, but no, no mm. one I can uh, uh-huh. definitively say. I think say. there might be a Dark Angel alum in there somewhere. I don't doubt that for a second. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a bad show, but that <laughs> this seems like it's not going to be a bad movie potentially. Uh, Margot Robbie is going to be uh, assembling a team of, uh, of, of various... Actors. Yes. And characters. Who will portray Harley Quinn and characters. Correct. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently she's going to get a new costume that they're working on the design at the moment. It's going to have a lower budget and it's going to be R-rated. Oh, so, okay. All right. I mean, who knows whether this happens? Sure. Potentially not. Also, Kathy Yan, who directed uh, Dead Pigs, a movie I have not seen, will mm-hmm. be directing. So this could go any number of ways. Absolutely. Including... The best movie ever made. That's you, we can't <laughs> we, we can't rule it out, can we? No. And do you quickly look up Kathy Yan, see what else is going on? Okay, there? let's do that. No, I say, do you want me to? I mean, oh, sure, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Absolutely okay, good. not. Uh, screenwriter, yeah, Chinese Chinese American screenwriter. No, I'm not really familiar with her work, but hey, everybody starts somewhere, Mason. And sometimes it's a big budget Hollywood superhero movie. Correct. Mm-hmm. She produced the movie. Humpty in 2015, oh. which I assume is some kind of Humpty Dumpty. Or it could be about it could be about Humpty Hump from the rap group Digital Underground. Do you think that's what it is? I think it's probably it's almost certainly about that. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. Do you think this one's going to get off the ground? Has Margot Robbie still got the the bloody? Well, she's the, got the star Hollywood. power. She's, yeah. She just did I Tonya, right? That was oh, a big yeah, hit. People, people like that, like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. Have I you think seen so. that? I think no, it's really I good. I haven't seen it. No. Yeah. Me neither. But people gonna... say, you know, people say it's good. <laughs> People say it's pretty good, but it's just not in a wheelhouse of something I'm interested in. That's so I'm not going to watch it. I'll watch it eventually. Yeah. When it comes to streaming, I'll watch it. Yeah, I think it might be already. When it's like when it's four ninety nine and I can rent it, I'll yeah. probably watch it. Or you find a copy of it. Oh yeah, like on the ground. Yeah, that's on the right. street. Yeah, for sure. No, but see then because I don't like. I think my DVD plays in a box. 
Oh, like, right. where, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, if I find a copy on the ground. And a lot of laptops and stuff you get now don't, don't have, have a Don't have an optical drive, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can a PlayStation even play a DVD? Like a, reg- so. like a regular DVD? Probably can, can't I? I think so, yeah. But, oh, yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah, but I have... No, I've got to see. I, don't, I have to find my Xbox 360. Where is that? Uh, uh, mate, That's I in a box also, that. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Mason, I know... So what I'm saying is, in conclusion, <laughs> even if I found a copy of iTonya... On the ground, yes. In DVD or Blu-ray format, I probably still wouldn't have the the motivation to play it. Okay. Maybe if I found it as a USB stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you're gonna put that in your computer, are you? Yeah, no, exactly. A USB I'm not. that you found. I mean, what's it? I mean, is it gonna have a piece of masking tape? <laughs> it's gonna. It's just gonna be a blank USB stick with a piece of masking tape, and then I Tonya. It's probably malware. Would you put a USB stick that you found in your computer? No, no, me neither. Yeah, no. It's a it's trap. A, it's a right? trap, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's something that's not a trap, Mason. Okay, I'm ready. Nicolas Cage has been cast in Into the Spider-Verse, the Spider-Verse. That's right, Miles yeah. Morales movie uh, with old bum spot Peter Parker in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh-huh. Wait, uh, so this is... I thought this was done, this movie. What's, yeah. what's happening? Well, it's what? You can do the voice. Oh, he's already done it. But Right, okay. So this isn't... Guys, we made half the movie. We forgot to cast most of the characters. <laughs> yeah, but maybe you already did it, but he's Spider-Man Noir, which I think is a good... This uh, is confirmed? This is confirmed, Okay. Yeah. I mean, also, a lot of the times they'll, they'll do temp voices yeah. and then do them later. I know for Brad Bird in The Incredibles, for example, because you know how he's... Uh, he's Edna Mode. Edna Mode. He wasn't supposed to be, but they're like, oh, no, this is great. We'll just, we'll just do this forever. Yeah, so right. That's, that's good stuff. I think that's great casting. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, do we have any thoughts about Spider-Man Noir? Oh, I think it looks like a movie that I really want to see. More than I, Tonya. I might even chance putting it in my computer wow. by the USB what, what I'm saying, though, is... Um... How do you feel about Spider-Man Noir as a character? I don't care. I think it's interesting <laughs> in, you know, when you've got a plethora of Spider-Man characters and he's one that exists. Yep. Uh-huh. I find it interesting, but I wouldn't read anything that was just him. Fair I don't enough. know anything about that character uh-huh. other than he was in that video game. Yep. Uh, oh, Shadow Dimensions. Shadow right. Dimensions. Yeah, yeah. So he's the, he's the version from like, he's an alternate version from an, like an alternate 1930s depression Yeah, he's like America. a Batman, the shadow. Yeah, for sure. He is Peter yeah. Parker though. He's, he's like a yeah, depression right. era Peter Parker. So how do you, what I'm saying is how do you feel about Nicolas Cage as depression era Peter Parker? Yeah, I think that's good. Good? That's okay. good, yeah. Right. Do you think he'll have, what hair do you think he'll have is I guess my question. I don't think we'll see his hair. I think we're just going to see steampunk. You don't think pump, he'll be unmasked? Steam, steampunk. Steampunk the, goggles. It's just occurred to me that he'll be animated. So it doesn't matter what. <laughs> what did you think? I don't know. It just, it just, I just felt the presence of Nicolas Cage would just emerge in live action <laughs> in this animated movie. Well, we've talked about how wouldn't it be cool if live action Spider-Man did turn up. Yeah, in this right. Movie. Uh-huh. I mean, if it's different dimensions, maybe some of them are animated and some of them are oh, real. Exactly. But yeah, that's that true. would be incredible if fifty-four-year-old actor Nicolas Cage shows mm. up with his best toupee or his worst. Because yeah. the sillier the movie, agreed. The sillier the toupee. I think he, he needs some. He needs some Bangkok dangerous floppy hair. Oh, I think. remember it's that? Just long and floppy. I think. Was that a, a series of films, or did he just make? Am I just imagining all the films from that era with his floppy hair, thinking it's the same character? Yes, they were all different characters. <laughs> okay, good. I don't think he gets a lot of sequels. Ghost Rider, Is Spirits of Vengeance, I think was the exception. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. He's the hardest working man in Hollywood, isn't That's he? That's very true. Yeah. Uh, now, I know you, you're you sick of Star Wars news. Correct, I And am. luckily there isn't any this week. But I've just actually got an email Ugh. here. It's not an email. I've written all this out. Okay, cool. Uh, Kerry Russell is apparently going to be joining Star Wars Episode Nine. Ooh. You may know her as Felicity. Felicity. And various other things. She's in The Americans at the moment. Which, yep. From what I've seen, 
It's a really great show. She's in Mission Impossible 3. That's true. She is she she's is one a of, head blown out by a bomb yeah. in the eye or whatever. Oh, yeah. That really oh not pleasant. Well, mm. not pleasant. I mean it's 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 more unpleasant than even if her head just went just blew off. Like yeah. the top of her head blew off. <laughs> yeah. Just one of her eyes goes one of her eyes pops off in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh no, that's no good. Didn't like that. That scrambled your brain. Yeah, she so she is one of JJ Abrams' lucky charms. Yeah. The other one being Greg Grunny Grunberg. But what else has she been in for JJ Abrams? Aside from those two things. Star is, Trek? I don't think she's in Star Trek. I'm fairly confident she is Kirk's mum in Star Trek. No, no, you're, she's that's House. She's from House. You're thinking of oh. House. You know, House has got all these minions, and they're like, we think it's this house, and he's like, I'm too busy eating pills and telling everybody that they're a bitch. I don't care about political correctness. We think it's lupus every week. It's not lupus. <laughs> Apparently one time it was lupus. Was it? Yeah, it was lupus. Well, wow, we should watch that episode. Agreed. <laughs> So that wasn't Carrie Russell. I bet she was in a Star Trek. Okay. Well, you're probably right, but also you might be wrong. I actually mentioned Carrie Russell a few weeks back because they, they were talking about casting a character. The code name was Mara, like a Mara J. Yeah, right. And I was okay. like, you know, it'd be good for that, Carrie Russell. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, the person who's directing this movie, who's worked with this actress before, took up my idea. Wow. Independently. Wow. No. Dependently of me, mm, correct. This, yes. That's how this has happened. That's true. So no, I think she's great. And there I are think no coincidences. Correct. I think she's great, and I think that's a good. Uh, it's a good casting thing. Did you see all the the hullabaloo online this week about James Mangold and various other people chiming in? Christopher McQuarrie, who's directing Mission Impossible about Star Wars. No, let's hear about it. So he got into uh, a conversation with Ryan Johnson about Star Wars, <laughs> and he was like, "Hey." Uh, Ryan Johnson's great to follow or whatever because he talks about screenwriting and it was just like endless The Last Jedi is the worst and whatever and he's like oh I don't want to untag me from all of this I don't want (laughs) to and then someone's like do you want to make a Star Wars film and he's like never now this is Mangold no no sorry this was Christopher McQuarrie who's doing the new Mission Impossible Uh he's like never in a million years like if I have to put up with this like I've done 10 minutes of this and I want to kill myself. Oh yeah. And then James Mangold though has come out and said, oh, I've got this suite here. Uh, at this point with, with working in with big franchises, et cetera, et cetera. It's like writing a new chapter of the Bible. If people, you know, kind of keep going on about this, Boulder Mines are going to leave and then these films are going to go to hacks and corporate boards, which I agree. Like if you're just <laughs> shouting at people all day, you're just going to get... You're going to get McG movies, basically, forever. Oh, no. I know he's your favourite. He's a fan favourite of yours. But yeah. And that was also <laughs> on the back this week of Armored Best coming out, talking about how 20 years ago, the media backlash of Jar Jar Binks like, left him suicidal and yeah, he's bounced right. back uh-huh. now. Because that was not his fault, obviously. Absolutely not. He was told... He was given character notes and the design was not his mm. and all sorts of stuff, yeah. But that just... Star Wars has a long history of this. Oh, it's really from the 90s. It started in the 90s when the movie started to kick off again. You know, the stuff with Jake Lloyd and how things turned out for him. Hayden Christensen, Christensen you know, was... I mean, that would have been a horrible yeah, right? <laughs> 10 uh-huh. years of his life. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just... People need to just calm down a little on this. Yeah. Mm. But I, and I guess it's a function of, you know, it's a, it, there's... There's just so many fans out there yeah. of this franchise that some of them got to be a little odd. You know what they should do? What's that? They should just cancel it. All of it. Just cancel it all. Wow. Just bin it. That well, would shut I, people look, up. Look, I think we said this when we talked about The Last Jedi. If they were like, hey, listen, we're shutting down Lucasfilm, there won't be any more Star Wars movies. I reckon I'd be, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, because I'm okay for it for now. Because at least. The Last Jedi had a, had a, a nice open-ended nice little finale yeah. where I'm like... Who knows what'll happen in the future? I don't. 
you know, it was it was nice and kind of open ended, and I didn't feel like yeah, I'm like they just the, the stories you could imagine in the future. The stories would, would, you could imagine, fun, you know. Yeah. Speaking of though, they did talk about uh, one of the writers of one of the Boba Fett stories said he has been in contact, or he had been in contact with Lucasfilm about them taking his short Boba Fett short story. I can't remember which one it is, and I haven't I haven't read it, but it's a Legends one, I think. And basically, it's young Boba Fett and how he's rivalry with Han Solo. So it would have been like a follow on from Solo potentially or whatever. But uh-huh. I don't care about any of that. But <laughs> hey, if that's the direction they were going to go, they're probably not doing that now. Mm-hmm, yep. I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Just get away from that era. But anyway, or cancel everything or do whatever you want. They're not going to cancel it. They make, it makes too much money. Correct, yes. They're going to be every day forever. Man, Star Wars is... Like, I see Steel on there just fighting all day with people about Star Wars. And I'm just <laughs> right. like, I can't even... This is too much for me. We're making a pact. We're never talking about Star Wars again. Yay! Dusting our hands off. Dusting We're, our we're done with this. Are you a Sopranos fan? Uh, I was at the time. Yeah. And then I've got, I, I since went, but I'm like, I'm going to rewatch The Sopranos again. Mm. And I got, I think, maybe a season and a half in, and I'm like, boy, there's a lot of this, isn't there? <laughs> Do you think it gets better? Because it went to like 2007 or something? That's, yeah, I think it probably does. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. What do you ask? I'm just asking. Oh, cool. All right, moving on. <laughs> no, Alan Taylor, who directed Thor The Dark Thor, mm-hmm. I didn't misspeak. Uh, he's going to be directing a Sopranos prequel. Oh. I don't think this. Sopranos Babies. Yeah. <laughs> But Lil Polly Walnuts. I don't know who that is. I've never really seen it. Uh-huh. But now I was going to go back and watch it, but I've convinced maybe you I won't. Because uh-huh. it did start in 99. And yeah. What was good then? I also think it was. I mean, now and again, which we talked about last week. Yeah, it was a terrific, <laughs> terrific, yeah. I think I was slow to get to. I was always some time behind The Sopranos because. It's a it's a it's a show about a mafia boss who goes who starts to go into therapy. Yeah, and I'm like, are you trying to do a serious version of analyze this? I think I was about to. Say, is it before? I think it came out afterwards. Let me check. Let's check. I Using don't think technology. so. Analyze this. Analyze this came out in 1999. Oh, there you go. Sopranos 1997. Oh, what? All right, there you go. Can you believe that, Mason? I can't believe that's blown my mind. <laughs> well, then I don't know why I didn't get into it early. That's a good question. You've ever seen Analyze This or That? I've seen Analyze This, but not Analyze That. I remember seeing a bit of it and I've going... I've also seen Mickey Blue Eyes. I have seen Mickey Blue Eyes. Let's all talk about, let's talk about Mickey Blue Eyes. Okay, what do you think of Hugh Grant's mafia accent? Forget about it. I mean, it's terrible. But is it but it's supposed the... to be, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't remember it being good. No. James Kahn? Yes. I don't remember it being good. <laughs> Correct. Though I did watch Cloud on the other day, uh, Notting Hill. Mm-hmm. Notting Hill's a great movie. If you say so. It is a great movie. All right. All right? Fine, good. It's very much of the time. Right. But it's, a, it's got the lizard in it. Oh, yeah. Rise Ethans. Yes, that's remember true. Remember him? Oh, yes. Good. The weird lanky All right, now, Welsh man. Now, we've talked about Mickey Blue Eyes. So if everybody who tweets us every week... Asking us to talk about Mickey Blue Eyes. If you could stop now, because we've done it, all right? We've done it, yeah. Bloody knock it off. Uh, what else we got here? Okay, Idris Elba Mason. Yes. He is uh, going to be the villain in the Hobbs and Shaw Fast and Furious spin-off movie. That's right. Uh, what do you think of that? Pretty good. I think that's a good addition mm-hmm. to the franchise. He's British, but will he be British? Yes. Wait. 
Because he's evil. Yes, I think so. Because I feel like the Fast and the Furious guys have killed all the American <laughs> villains. Like they've killed every villain in America. Yeah, right. So you want you, what you want to do? Because remember when they brought in and maybe Portugal? Yeah, in four or five. I remember don't know. when they brought in Statham and he was like he was intended to be this completely unstoppable juggernaut where he just he just kill everybody in a police station or whatever. Yeah, or, or a hospital, hospital, a public hospital. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where I I think now they're like, well, now we need a guy who's even more badass than that. Yeah. And he's double British. And tall. He's tall. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. no, I think this is a great addition. I don't think you can go wrong here. Mm-hmm. So that's coming out. Do you think he'll be another brother? Or another family member? He of could State be. Of- yeah, he could be. Because Helen Mirren was his mum, right? It's very possible. And I think... Is Charlie Theron related to them as well? Or Probably. is she a different British villain? Is she British? Or is she um, South African in those movies? Have they killed all the South Africans yet? They probably killed all the South Africans, yeah. <laughs> this I really want to see this though. Yeah. Uh-huh. That of that last movie, those two were my favourite part. Yeah, you right. You know that bit in the in the prison and they just yep. yelling at each other yeah, through glass? Good. Yeah. It's a all lot right. of fun. Here's my here's my prediction. It's gonna be Idris Elba is gonna be like uh, Statham's sister's ex-husband or something. Okay, sure. And they've yeah. got a beef for some reason. But, but you think then he comes good? No, I think they're going to kill each other. <laughs> but no one really dies in this. That's Still very, waiting that's for true. Gal Gadot to come back because I think she just fell off a plane and disappeared. You didn't see her hit the ground or whatever. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so they should well, yeah, she back. could have. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they brought back Michelle Rodriguez. She that's true. Died a she probably accident. like... If they want to bring Gal Gadot back, they could just have like a flashback sequence where she's falling out of the plane, and then she lands in the cab of like a Ford F one fifty, like a like a like a four by four with really big tires that's also falling to earth, and then she just bounces, and she's like, "It's a miracle, I'm still alive." <laughs> no, she has to come back with amnesia or whatever. That's yeah. the rule of the Fast and Furious verse. This is kind of exciting news, Mason. Um... They're making a legendary and making a live-action Gundam film. Ooh, that's exciting. Gundam style. Ooh. Now, does that mean... Gundam style. Now, I get it. <laughs> Do you remember that song? Uh, yes, I remember it. That's what the, I'm referencing. Yeah, it. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we all remember Psy. We get it. Um... Does Legendary also operate King Kong and Godzilla? Yes, they there. do. Oh. And Pacific Rim. Oh, 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 mate. But who... So, do you think that's what they're doing here? No, I don't think so. Yeah, this is because this is a... What, what do you know about this? I've only seen clips of this show as a kid. I'm like, this looks great, but I've never seen it. I'll be honest, I don't know anything about it. I know it's the future. I know there's a big of... statue. There's a big Gundam sta- uh, statue Gundam in Japan. Style. Gundam style. <laughs> it's Gundam style, exactly. Um, and I don't know. I it, I think maybe it's one of those ones where the continuity changes every time they they do a new series, yeah. like like Robotech. It's I was going to say, like... I also might be thinking of Robotech. Well, Robotech, like there's there's always. You know, there, there was the initial Robotech series about aliens invading Earth, and then there was a later one, um, Macross Plus, which was a different continuity, but it had similar transforming fighter plane things. So I think maybe Gundam is the same. Okay. But before we get letters, let's check. Have any of these, though, gotten live-action adaptations, uh, like Japanese ones? Oh, I see. Like Here separate we of... Here we go. Here we go. I'm excited. Here we go. Let's fire this up. I can't up. wait, Mason. It's time to learn. Are you ready to learn? I'm ready to learn. Mm. Uh, I guess. It's a science fiction media franchise created by Sunrise. Great. I assume the Australian morning show, <laughs> Sunrise, um, includes television series, OVAs, which are like uh, anime movies. Vinaigrettes. Films, manga, novels, video games. Songs. Song, so- <laughs> it hits songs with one billion views on YouTube. <laughs> but nothing live action? It says films. 
Yeah, but they could oh, be. Find out. They could be animated. Upcoming Japanese animated mecha. No, okay, I think they're all animated. Okay, fair okay, enough. Okay, that's fun. I think we would have seen it, but like we would have seen clips if there was a live action version. Sometimes they make these and then and they like I know there's a live action Attack on Titan, right? And you know I've never seen that. Uh huh. Great. So that's good, isn't God, it? God, we're so good at this. We're so good at this. Uh huh. Should we move on from Gundam? The series was originally titled Freedom Fighter Gun Boy. <laughs> have I made that up or is it real? Because it sounds like something I would say. It, does sound like it sounds like a fake movie title we would make up on this show. Yeah. But it's real. Yes. Okay. Most of the Gundam animation is set in what is known as the Universal Century Calendar Era, with later series set in alternate calendars or timelines. Okay. Right. Fantastic. As we predicted. As you predicted. Thank I, have, you. I made no predictions. Anyway, what are we doing? What are we talking about with this? They look cool. They do look they cool. They look cool. I love a big robot. Yeah. And also, I think anything that takes money away from Transformers, great. Primo, I love absolutely, yeah. 100%. Yes. Though. Bumblebee looks all right. Bumblebee look, does look all right. Do you want what sort of Gundam? Do you want? Do you want the basic looking Gundam? I think you need to start there, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I think you probably do. I yeah. mean, as a huge fan of the series, that's what I want to see. As someone who knows the lore and knows yep. the continuity uh-huh. and what is and isn't, uh-huh. and I know that it's not Robotech. Like I know all these you, things. You're aware that it's not Robotech. You get it. That's yeah. what I want. You're not one of these. You're not one of these fly by night Gundam fans <laughs> who's like, oh man, I love Gundam. I love I love Gundams and Robotechs. I love it when they're friends. <laughs> You know that they're not friends. Why would they be friends? Robotechs transform into fighter planes. Gundams don't transform into fighter planes, probably. They probably not. Probably don't. As far as I'm aware, they... As a big fan, yeah, we're pretty sure they I know don't. that they look like they could, and maybe yeah. they don't. Maybe they do, though. <laughs> yeah, but maybe. Yeah. As a big fan, I... I think some can fly through space, and some can't. Yeah, that sounds big... right. Because, like, there's... there's... Ones that are like, because there's the, there's the one in Japan yeah. that's kind of like the basic bitch model yeah, of sure. Gundams, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. But you, like, there's versions that are like super elaborate and they've got like 10 wings yeah, and they've got yeah. like a ring of fire around them at all times yeah. and they can fly through space. That's my favorite one also. Me too. I've got two favorites. I've got the classic and classic. I've, got the, I've got the 10 wings ring of fire. Yeah, one. they're good, aren't they? They're my two favorites. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah. Anyway, I hope all the Gundam fans <laughs> out there have enjoyed Gundam talk. <laughs> Because we know what we're talking about just like you. Correct. <laughs> That's our slogan for this segment. Gundam Talk. We know what we're talking about just like you. I feel we could expand this into a franchise yeah, definitely. about almost any topic. Yeah. This one, I, though, I think we're across the next bit of news. Our last bit of news. Oh, no. Not last. Second last. Samuel L. Jackson is apparently going to be de-aged 25 years for the whole of Captain Marvel. Ooh. So they're doing the entire movie. Kevin Feige has talked about it before. Uh-huh. Uh, but I mean that that could just mean that he will appear at the start and at the end. No, no, at he's some point apparently he's going to be in it. Oh, he's like the lot. sidekick. Yeah, because huh. mm. from the set photos we've seen, he's got he's, he's wigged, mm-hmm. which is good. So yep. they're just going to kind of make him look like Jurassic Park era dinosaur dinosaur boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've never done it for the whole movie. No. But I also feel there's not a lot of work to be done with Sam Jackson to make him look younger. He looks mostly the same. He really does. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But it's interesting that it's getting to the point where, I guess, even budgetary-wise, where they're willing to do that for an entire yeah. film. Because uh-huh. we'll talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp in a bit. And this isn't a spoiler. It's in the trailers. There's younger versions of various characters That's true, yeah. mm-hmm. that, that show up. But uh, it's getting pretty good. Agreed. And yeah. I wonder, though, if it's the length of a movie, it's distracting. As opposed to just seeing it for two minutes. We'll find out, won't we? Yeah, Yeah. we will. Uh But again, I I also think it might depend on the actor they're doing. Because again, Samuel L. Jackson's looked... He's he's in his 60s and he still looks... Mostly the same. Yeah. Yeah. But is it also a function of we've seen him in so many movies? 
Like you don't notice a friend of yours aging if you see them every day. Some might. It's, it's only when you look back. Yeah, I guess it's only when you look back <laughs> yeah. and go, "Oh, they were. So, we were all so young, or whatever." That's probably like, true. Yeah, because we've seen Sam Jackson in so many movies. Yeah. maybe if we go back to like, what was the what was the was he in was he in Do the Right Thing? I like, if we went back no to idea. that, would he be like, oh, man, sh- he's so young. He's this. definitely rangier. He's in uh, Coming to America. Yes, he is. He's the, he's the he robs the store yep, or something. He robs right? the McDowell's, yeah. McDowell's, yeah. All I remember from Samuel L. Jackson from the 90s is like a rolled up work shirt and a yep. cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I remember. So that's mm-hmm. what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, last bit of news. Infinity War will, will apparently uh, include on the DVD potentially an extended cut, maybe, of 30 minutes of extra backstory. For Thanos, right? For Thanos, yes. Mm. So uh, I think that's great. I just realized I've got one more bit of Star Wars news and I'm going to look at it. Ah, <laughs> so do you think... No, go ahead. So no, no, let's do this first. Do you think, yeah. do you think the additional footage is going gonna, is gonna to humanize him more? Or do you think it's just going to be... It's more of him blowing stuff up? I think so. I think it's going to be... More of his world and what happened to him and him being... Uh-huh. I, th- I think it's the idea. Because you're, you're supposed to sympathize with him. Uh-huh. I don't on any level. None of that guy I enjoy. Like, I'm <laughs> not right. I don't feel bad that he had to murder any all those people. And I don't think he's doing it for the right reasons. I think he's just a lunatic. Yeah, I right. don't understand why you would sympathize with him at all. Mm-hmm. So... I don't like it. There's got to be a better way (laughs) than killing half the people in the universe. (laughs) That's it. But no, I don't... uh, So maybe this will flesh that out more for me. Yeah, right. How do you feel about him? Yeah, I'm not on board with his... Yeah. (laughs) I mean, do you even sympathize though? No, I mean, I... Like, my... Based on... I guess it depends on what... To me, it would be based on his understanding of how the Infinity Stones work. Yeah, right. Because if he is aware that they can alter reality in a positive way and he doesn't do it, then he is a lunatic. Yeah. But if he if if he thinks, like everybody in this movie, that it's just a weapon of mass destruction, I understand how he would come to that conclusion. Yeah. Because as people who have read the comic books or know the comic book lore, we know that the Infinity Gauntlet can do anything. Yeah. But I think if if you take that away and just go, okay, here's a device invented for this movie... I think most of the audience, most of the audiences and the characters in the movie think that it's just a, a device for killing, like it can only destroy. Yeah, right. In which case, I understand how he's gotten there, but I still disagree. Yeah. Because okay. there's got to be a there's better gotta way. There's got to be a better way, yeah. Well, I even think the fact that he's engaging in fist fights just means he's having fun with it. Yeah, Because right. he doesn't need to. That's true. So I just... He could turn everybody into springs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he Boing-y-y-y-y. does it once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't use the spring thing that much because I don't like the effect. Yeah. Yeah. And plus they'd call you Mr. Springy Dings. Oh, imagine. Yeah, that'd be so embarrassing. Oh no, Mr. Springy Dings here to kill half our planet. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good, is it? No, it's embarrassing. It's weird that he also before this went planet to planet and just shot half the, half the population. That's <laughs> what he used to do. Yeah, right. What you could do is you could pick two planets of roughly equal population yeah. and blow up one of them. Exactly. Oh no, could you though? Because then the fir- then the other planet, the remaining planet, would still be starved of resources. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, he's doing all right. He's, look, okay. he's doing his best. He's thought it through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay, so this is, I guess, a potential spoiler for episode nine. This is a hot scoop, mate. I had a Captain Marvel question. What, oh, do you okay. th- what do you think Captain Marvel's been? Space. I don't know specifically. Maybe working for um... Fury. Yeah. Oh no, space. even like a. A space police force thing or something. Police force. Police force. Yeah, okay. She, she works for a, like Novacore or something, doesn't she, at some point? Don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. I think she's outside of space. Like 
in a box. In a box. I think she's like in the negative zone or something. Oh, okay. So because that's that, why she won't be aged when she comes that's back. That's what I'm thinking. But yeah. does she age anyway? I don't think I don't think immortality is one of her powers. Do you think people are going to call her on a Rachel from Friends haircut in yes. the modern day? Yeah, for sure. Mm. And then she's going to cut it real quick. There's going to be a cutting at montage. I don't think she's stuck anywhere because why would Samuel L. Jackson call her on a pager? Well, I think my feeling is well, I but look my spoilers for Infinity War. Yes, uh, I think that. I don't think it's much of a stretch to suggest that Fury is aware of what's going on, right? Yeah, right. Like, I think he's aware of what Thanos... Because he's probably tapping Avengers communications or whatever. Definitely. I think he's aware that Thanos is doing this thing and he can potentially erase yes. all the universe. And I don't... Fury doesn't strike me as a guy whose last act before he ceases to exist is to send a distress call to somebody that stands a 50% chance of not being alive anymore. Right. I feel like he's sending like that's his sure thing. Okay. So I think the only, so the reason he's sending that is he he's he's 100% confident or close to 100% confident that she's survived the death of 50% of the people in the universe cuz she's not in the universe anymore. Ah, so I think maybe she's in the okay. negative zone. Maybe she's exploring it. Maybe she's fighting off invasions from other dimensions. Maybe yeah. that's what she's been doing. Maybe she's holding the universe together somehow, whatever. You know what I thought might be interesting? if Because uh, of the Thanos snap. Remember when Spider-Man... Oh, spoilers for Infinity War. <laughs> Everyone's saying this, but you know, you got to be sure, Mason. you got to be sure. Uh, with Spider-Man, apparently he takes longer to fade away because he's so powerful. And so he's kind of fighting it. What if she gets the snap and she... She doesn't like she doesn't disappear. Oh right, because she's the most powerful Marvel character. Are we saying she's the most powerful Marvel? Character? Apparently, that's what they're saying. Okay, right. She, yeah, huh? In this life, because there's no one else like her in the live action. The closest is probably Hulk or Scarlet Witch. But physically, I oh, mean, okay, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Also, she faded away. That's true. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think that would be interesting if okay. she. See, that's mm. the thing. Like, I I'm okay with her being the most powerful character, but I'm I'm. I don't know if I'd like her to be like out of scale with the rest of the characters. Okay. Like if you, if, because if, look, spoilers for Justice League. Sure, yes. If you make one character vastly more powerful than the others, what's the point of any of the others? You know? Jumping. Jumping is good, I guess. Saving people in trucks. Yeah. <laughs> Suggesting that people move calmly. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. But like, you, do, you, do you see what I mean? Like, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I don't like, why, you know, why it's probably just bring much. her in all the time? You yeah. Know? Yeah, well, so I hope she's slightly more powerful, but yeah. not the most powerful. Or maybe she's the most powerful, and at the end she sacrifices some of her powers, and then she's relatively normal. Like her hands. Yeah, like her hands, yeah. Okay, good. And she can shoot lasers and stuff. She can shoot she? lasers and stuff. That's oh, great. Yeah. How good oh, is that? Yeah, so good. I'm excited for that. Did we talk about the released concept art for Avengers 4? I think we moment? have. Yeah. yeah. Was that this week? Well, I think it might have been, been last week. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about it. Because we then. did get, we got, a cap, we got a Captain Marvel image. Yep. And she's in. The red, the proper blue suit. and gold yep. suits. Uh, we got Hulk in a spandex. Hulk in a spandex. Yeah, yeah. I like I think that. we did talk about it. I don't think we I've did. definitely said Hulk in a spandex in the last week or so. You said that every day to me for the, <laughs> for the time we've known each other. Yeah. See you later, Hulk in a spandex. <laughs> Just don't forget. Live your life, but don't forget Hulk in a spandex. Uh, Captain America's got a new outfit. Looks more chainmailing. Yep. Uh huh. And he's no beard. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the no beard? People are not on board. People are, people got comfortable with the beard. Yep. And now they're well. It's look based on some of the set footage. It's it seems to appear that they're going back in time, yeah. or they're going into some 
parallel universe created by Stark's technology or something. Yeah. So maybe he needs to get rid of the beard to blend in. So well, I thought maybe we could do a bonus video this week where we could talk about this stuff. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about it when we talk about Ant-Man also. But nice. I, I did an Easter egg video and a thing on the post credit scenes from Ant-Man, which I'll link below, which kind of goes into a bunch of that stuff that you're talking about. Sweet. But that's for another day. Or today, if you're listening and you want to listen to it. That's cool. Yep. That's cool. That is cool. Okay, here's the Star Wars thing. Potential spoilers. Uh, this is a scoop, but let's just say it may not be true. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's from a person I know who is reliable. Um, and oh, it's, it's one of your sources. It's one of, one the of your anonymous but sources. But even this person was saying, this is Lucasfilm toying with the idea, uh, and it could very well not happen. Maybe this is your source toying with you in a game of cat and mouse. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You, you've been brought into a web of lies and betrayal. Do you ever think about that? Yeah, that's definitely yeah, that's crossed my mind. Okay, but the right. thing is, we're not a scoop show. No, that's true. We've often wrong. I don't care. Name if one time we've been wrong. Uh, uh, See, you can't think of one. I can't actually. Can't. <laughs> yeah, we're always right. <laughs> always right. Uh, okay, so apparently for episode nine, they've toyed with the idea. Toyed with the idea. Oh, like like this guy's toying yeah. with you. Uh, that's a little. That's a clue in there. <laughs> He's like, I think they're toying with this. This is you. <laughs> but continue. That uh, Snoke is going to be revealed to revealed to be Plagueis. Okay. Uh, I think that would appease fans as well if yeah, they did show sure. Darth Plagueis the Wise. I just assume that he is. All right. Like, I don't really care, but he he'd have to be. There's no one else he can be. Just a guy in law. Oh, is, I see. Right. I mean, like, as unless, opposed to just a guy. Unless he's just a guy, which is fine. I don't really care, but mm-hmm. I understand why they do that. Now, refresh my memory of Darth Plagueis the Wise again. Okay. Tell me a story of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Here we go. All right. Okay. So, in Episode Three, uh, Anakin and Ian McDermott, the Emperor, yes. go to a go to a squid opera. If you oh, remember, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he tells him the story, and it's basically. He's talking about his master, but Darth Plagueis the Wise had conquered death, mm-hmm. so he, he was not going to die. Sure, his face could rot away, and he could look like a weird, bulbous, mm. skinny monster man yeah, yeah, in uh-huh. a gold robe. A skin thumb. Yeah, that's, right. that's what he skin looks like. He does. And, uh, and the, and then, but then he was killed in his sleep by his apprentice, or the Emperor. Right. But, being someone who's conquered death... He could have very well survived that, which is why he's all scarred up mm-hmm. if he is Snoke. So that's yep. who he. So he's basically he's that's why he's been around. He's talked about he's got knowledge of the old Republic and the right. Empire more than he should have. Like okay, it seems right. like he was around at some extent of it. Uh-huh. So that's who he is. So they just it's, it'll be one line probably. Hey, it turns out he was Plagueis. <laughs> Who's that? It doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that that means there'll be a return of Snoke? If he's conquered death once... He looked pretty cut in half. Yeah, but I mean, how did how did Ian McDermott kill him? Uh, lightning, I assume. Slit his throat? No, it hasn't been revealed in the new... Okay, right. In the new one. Yeah. Mm. I but I mean, you, surely Ian McDermott would have... I mean, Ian, Ian McDermott, if nothing else, is very thorough. Yeah. If he's going to kill Darth Plagueis the should see his tax. It's, it's oh, impeccable. So, mm, mm. does it himself too. He oh. won't outsource it. That's good, good for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> business. You've got to take care of your business. Agreed. So, but surely when he killed Darth Plagueis, he would have done it convinced... Like, he would have made sure it was done. Yeah, maybe. I'm talking severed head. It depends how he did it. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they're pretty arrogant. I mean, a lot of these guys survived. Darth Maul literally got cut in half. That's true. So, you know. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So the other the other rumor is that Lucasfilm uh, are toying, toying with the idea. Uh, I'm listening. Of including this bit of fan service with including Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin. 
mm. as Force Ghosts, I presume. Or they could do a flashback. But again, I think Episode Nine is going to be very fan service heavy. So yeah. none of this would surprise me. As part of damage control or just because that's Abrams, do you think? Both. Both, I yeah. Think, uh-huh. yeah. But I think that's okay. You can do both. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I guess Abrams is a fixer to some extent. Yeah, he's a fixer. You know, like he fixed... He's a fixer, but he's not a closer. That's very true. Yet. Yeah. We'll see. Sorry, go on. Uh, you know, he, he successfully rebooted Star Trek. He did. They were like, we need this to the fans to love this. We need, we need fans and newbies to love yeah. this. So, and, and then he... he Arguably fixed Star Wars. Yeah. Well, I think he did. I also think he did. <laughs> that's really... That's up to you, people listening to this. So, yeah, what do you think about any of that? Not surprising? Not surprising at all. Okay, cool. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, it is surprising, Mason. What's that? that we've got another ad. Ooh. It's not really surprising. No, no, pe- people know at this point. Do you know, with Casper Mason, with Casper mattresses, you can actually have a hundred nights risk-free sleep on a trial. I'm well aware of you that. You can sleep on it for that many nights or maybe one less than that. Let's say a hundred. And then be like, I don't like this. But you probably will. Yeah. Mm. It's weird that you would get to that point and be like, you know what? I don't like this. <laughs> now I, have to I do think a- you'd know at day one. But uh, I, think so. I think you'd be like, mm, this is good. This is good stuff. Primo stuff. But if you're some sort of oddball that tries something for 100 days. Well, 100 days, I think, is enough to be really sure. You oh, know what I mean? Sure. They want people to be really sure. Mm-hmm. So I have to do a minimum of five bullet points from the found chart. <laughs> but, uh, please feel free to use more. 
I'm going to do exactly five. Great. <laughs> very, very good. I like it. Uh, Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, but providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. You spend one third of your life sleeping. Hang on. Is this one point? No, is this, this is the second this point. This is the now. second point. Okay, I'm going to make sure they're Yeah, clear. if you could okay. delineate the okay, points very clearly. This is the second clearly. point. Okay. You spend one third of your life sleeping. I think that's... Is that true? I feel like it's more. I feel it's less. Wow. Yeah. Depends who you are. That's true. Yeah. Maybe on average. Yeah. Since I've cut out most of dairy and, and sugar, Mason, You're I feel so like tired. I'm sleeping less. I'm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I oh. wake up feeling better. Yeah. Right. But maybe that's just... I you're going to say you were sleeping more because you just... You have <laughs> so I've got little no energy. energy. Yeah. My bones are brittle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you should be comfortable. The original Casper mattress com- combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface. Which a... point are we on? So this is the next point. Is it? So it's three. It's three. With okay. the right amounts of sink and bounce. Four. Mm-hmm. Breathable designs help you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. Thank you. That's cool. I like that. Mm. My parents love a love an electric blanket. Uh-huh. No. They're like, James, get in here. Get in here. It's family night. <laughs> I won't. Night. I won't Let's do hang it. hang out in the electric blanket. Not with the blanket. They turn Let's that be... blanket off. I'll get in. You'll get in that fort. You'll get in that, you'll get in that fort if it's not electric. I'd be so worried I'd catch fire in the night. Yeah, I understand. Have you ever had one? Electric yeah, blanket? No, no. Yeah. I have an electric throw rug. That I sometimes wear on my couch. That's nice. It's fun. I'm okay with that. But you're awake then. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. That's the fifth point. Yeah. <laughs> Your electric <laughs> throw rug. That's the fifth one. And it's got over 20,000 reviews with an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google. Casper is becoming the internet's favorite mattress. Out of now five. You, now, all those points mean nothing without Mason's personal experience of having one. And? Mmm, good. How was the unbo- unboxing? Easy and fun. It's a fun novelty. (laughs) You cut it and it... Yeah. I kind of wish you did that every night. (laughs) You packed it back in. And let me tell you, I tried. (laughs) But what if you got a new one every day? What if you're that rich? Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah, it's like toilet paper for you, like tissues. You don't even care. New mattress every night. So good. Uh, Got a call to action here. Got to read all this. Here we go. You get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash theweeklyplanet and using promo theweeklyplanet at checkout. That's all one word. Terms and conditions apply. Also, as mentioned, selected mattress purchases. Get $50 towards selected mattress purchases by visiting casper.com slash theweeklyplanet and using promo theweeklyplanet, one word at checkout. Terms and conditions do apply. I love it. So there you go. You have to say it twice, but all that's linked below. Now, I'm sorry for our, uh, our listeners in, the, uh, in Europe. We're going to be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, it's not out for another month because of the bloody soccer or football. Is that why? Yeah, apparently. Wild. Because, you know, that's what happens. When you open a, have a big sporting event and you've got an opening movie, they, they do not be friends. Really? Yeah. Do you, have they... I think that's one of the reasons behind Solo. One of the many reasons. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I guess that's probably true, yeah. Mm. Have they ever shifted anything for an Australian, like the grand final or anything? No one's ever shifted anything here except just away from where it's supposed to be. That's yeah. all we get here. Uh-huh. You're getting it later. Great. Except for Marvel, which sometimes we get early. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, that's your first so. mistake. Maybe school... trying to think. Just yeah, act. I know, I should. Just I react. School holidays. I think a lot of like the younger yeah, stuff is geared true. towards school holidays, uh-huh. but other than that. So, uh, but anyway, feel free to stick around if you want for the spoiler-free section. We're going to be talking in generalities and things from the trailers <laughs> and that. Vague, if you love vague generalities, yeah. stick around. But if you really don't want to know, I would say probably skip this. And come back in a month. So watch yes. Hotel Transylvania 3. Oh. And we'll come back for that episode, which we'll do next week. Mm-hmm. And then this. Actually, One Legged Die Hard's next week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so exciting. It is a bit. It's a little bit exciting, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mendo, box office. Mendo's the bad guy. Is he? Yeah. Oh, he's a, he's the sniveling. He's the sniveling oh, coward right. guy. I don't know if he'll die or is the bad guy. He'll die. The whole building will fall on him. Yeah. You, you think he's going to get away. Yeah, yeah. He gets five miles out and the building falls Tips on him. on him, yeah. And the flagpole hits him. Yeah, splits nice. him in half. Nice. And he could go left or right, but he doesn't. <laughs> Because he's too indecisive. That's, yeah. his, that's his character. That's his flaw. problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got here? It's got an opening of $76.5 million in the US, which is good, but uh-huh. a little bit under what they were aiming okay, for. Okay, sure. They were thinking it was going to be closer to 80. Uh huh. But it's, it's not terrible. Now, do you think that is because the response to the first one was a little bit lukewarm? Or do you think maybe it's because everybody's really depressed after the last one? It could be that. Well, it's also that. The la- well, the last one did fifty-seven million, so okay. it's done- it did better. This is better, okay, right? But I think this is a kind of a good antithesis to Infinity War. I agree, but also it's not a rush out and see it movie. I'd imagine yeah, right. for a lot of people. Well, because there's no, it's not essential that you see this. It's no, like it's not essential to Marvel's overall continuity. Yeah, this doesn't. This isn't a sequel to Infinity War. Yeah, it's you. You know, you could potentially skip it. There's definitely stuff that I think is going to affect Avengers 4. Uh-huh. But we can talk about that after you tell us what the story was. Sorry, what you think the story was. <laughs> All right. All right, so... Look at my big grin. Yeah. Oh, it's a big grin, isn't it? So smug. Look at this guy. <laughs> so, I think he's better than everyone else. I do. But he's worse than everyone oh, else. God. Yeah, I'm afraid so. That's true. All right, so this is set... So this is set two years after the first one. Yeah. And it's set... Or, no, Civil War. I'd set two years after Civil War. Yeah. So, um, after the events of Civil War... The American Civil War. The event... Thank you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we find Gangnam fun- Style. I'm doing no. good jokes today. You're doing too many good jokes. Yeah, this is great. Um, uh, so, Scott Lang has been... He was convicted of... Uh, smashing an airport. Con- smashing an airport. Well, that and also, more importantly, the contravention of the, the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. Because he did superhero stuff yeah. without authorization. Yeah. Uh, and so he's been under house arrest for two years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like three days away from... Uh, retirement. From, from... House arrest retirement. Yeah, thank you. He's, he's, free, he's, free, he's, he's free days. Yeah. He's three days away from being released from it. So hopefully he doesn't get into any trouble for the next three days. Oop. But then, then he has a vision, a yeah. dream, if you will, of something that happened when he was in the quantum realm. Yeah. And he has to get back into contact with Hank Pym and Hope Van Dyne, even though they hate him now. Yeah. They hate him a lot. Yeah. Why do they hate him? I don't know. He does so many crunches. Yeah. He's looking good. He looks great. Like, they, they hate him, but I mean... They wouldn't need to de-age him yeah. earlier. He looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now that I think about it, they do kind of hate him for some valid reasons. Yeah, they we'll do actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But anyway, they've they got to team up again, and he's got to avoid the cops, and he's got to avoid the crims, and he's got to avoid the supervillains. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh-huh. How did this... Uh, what did you think of this? Uh, I, liked it, I liked it more than the original. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I did. Huh. Yeah, I think it. I don't think it's bad. I think it's an okay Marvel movie, which is still good. Okay, sure. For, to me. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's not Iron Man 2 or anything like that. I oh, think for it, sure. Yeah, I think it's more kind of... Based on that scale. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just, it just didn't kind of grab me. It felt a little, a little flat in parts. And I think maybe a lot of it was because all the action scenes were in the trailers. There was no surprising fight in a briefcase... 
Thomas the Tank Engine kind of situation. It was mostly stuff we'd I'm seen. I'm trying to think of some new stuff that wasn't in the trailer. Ah, no, I think you're probably right. Because remember the bit like where he's in the bath and then he's on the turntable and the you know the Thomas fight's great. Yeah, and the heist is the heist is okay from the first one. So in the trailer we get a fight in a kitchen, we get a car chase. Well, see the thing, I think there were a lot of elements in within those action sequences that we didn't see in the trailer that I thought were good stuff. But the 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 shrinking and growy stuff that was not a surprise then. Not at all. None Uh of it was. And seeing the big Pez dispenser and things like that, I'm Uh like, oh wow, this is going to be really something. And there's things in the background that you can kind of I talk about Uh this in my Easter egg video that you can kind of Uh pick up on. But there's nothing that went. Oh my god, that's. I think this. I think there were some fights between Ant Man, the Wasp, and Ghost. That stuff is great. Yes. Yeah, I thought all the Wasp stuff in this. Uh-huh. Really good. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the fact it was more wasp focused, but there was nothing in here that I went, oh, that's a interesting song to go with this fight sequence or whatever. And maybe that's because there's no Edgar Wright in this. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I don't mm. know. I felt like Peyton Reed in this one got more of a handle on what he wanted in with these characters Defin- in this movie. Yeah, definitely. And it, and it wasn't yeah. and it wasn't I felt it was more consistent, this movie. Mm. I felt it wasn't like, oh, that's obviously a sequence from Edgar Wright that they've had to Yeah shoehorn into this and this is a new bit like I felt like this was consistent all the way through yeah right maybe not in a super thrilling way but I thought it was enjoyable all the way through yeah it's definitely not mm-hmm. it's it's not a drag yeah and I also think that there were some inventive scenes there's a scene set in a school briefly it's set in uh, oh, yeah. Scott Lang's kids okay, school yeah, that, which that, is super fun yeah, I definitely. thought yeah definitely what did you think of the humour of this, though, in, in general? Again, I think in retrospect... I, look, I enjoyed it all, but I think in retrospect, given that Paul Rudd is in this, it should be a funnier film. Yeah, totally. And there's... I feel like the comedic timing of uh, the way this was edited is not as funny as, say, Infinity War. I think yeah, there's right. some really funny moments in Infinity War, but this would be... You know, Paul Rudd will be like, come on, guys, get it together. And then he'll be like, ghoul. And he'll do like a... <laughs> like it's... They'll do like one last little kind of. Uh huh. It's sh- yeah, I agree. I think it should be a funnier movie. That being said, there are some funny moments. I really like the Luis stuff, like him telling a story. Michael Pena's back in this, which is good. That's yeah. all great. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Something else in there. I really like Jimmy Woo. Uh, as as uh, the the FBI agent, yeah. Agent Park. Who's, yeah, is good in this. Yeah, who's kind of like a he's a competent but somewhat bumbling yeah. FBI agent who yeah. I think is very good. I think he and Paul Rudd had some good back Agreed. and forth banter because well he's know. a com- he's a comedy guy isn't he? Yeah. That actor. Yeah. And and you know S- Scott Lang and and uh Agent Park. It's, I think no the is Jimmy Woo. He is Jimmy Woo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's Randall Park, yeah, Randall sorry. Park, sorry. So yeah. Jimmy Woo is um is the only contact he has with the outside world for the most part. Yes. And so they've got this fun back and forth, I yeah. think, which I think is really good. Yeah. And the family stuff I like between Scott Lang and his daughter, I quite enjoy, uh-huh. you know, as a dad, obviously. That's something Ugh. you can kind of get Ugh. behind. Do you know what I mean? Ugh. I know you wouldn't. Ugh. No, sorry, I thought... Yuck. For a second, I thought you had some depth to your Mason, but... Ugh. Yuck. I don't. <laughs> I'm all surface. Yeah, I think even Michael Douglas got some funnier stuff in this yeah, than, mm-hmm. than the last one. But again, it's some, it's some of the stuff that is revealed in the trailer. Yeah. Where, you know, he's like, oh, I thought... So you didn't have wings and blasters mm. when you built my suit, when I when I was in the suit. And he's like, no, I did. It's weird that he didn't put it in his own suit, though. In the, yeah, right? In the he's got a grappling hook. Yeah. That's it. Does maybe he, he likes, doesn't maybe, have a grappling hook? Yeah. When does he use that? He uses it on the, on the missile. I thought she had the grappling hook. No, she takes the grappling hook. Okay. But he throws it in. What happens is he jumps off an ant yeah, and yeah. then he uses the grappling hook. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. But she flies on because she's got wings. Yeah, she's got wings. 
you, the wings actually do grow with the suit because I was thinking about this. But I think you mentioned this. The wings don't work when she's big. Correct, yes. Is that right? It's from what we can tell, yeah. yeah. They only work when she's wasp-sized. So th- there's a wasp fight in here in the kitchen. That entire scene you can watch. It's out. Absolutely. You can watch. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. You can I definitely... thought you were like, this is, look, this is a little innovation for this movie. There's a scene in it. You can watch the whole thing. You can watch the whole thing, mate. <laughs> Normally I have to cover my hands in fear <laughs> and pee myself a bit. Yeah. Watch which I still thing. do, but... I, I don't need to see that. Like, I want to see that in the in the cinema. So the whole the whole, the whole scene is thing. in there. You okay, watch right. the entire thing. Right. There's the stuff before you you, you don't, and then oh. obviously there's stuff that happens after that also. But oh. um, Sal from Comic Pop, which is a great YouTube channel, Mason, you should check it out. I'm not gonna. Well, you can. Okay. Uh, you you are now. No. Okay. He uh, mentioned on Twitter that if we're talking about villains, which we're not, but now we are, that Wally Goggs' character should have been Justin Hammer. Right. Okay. Because I mean, he's good. I like him. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. But why? Could he, why couldn't he have been Justin Hammer? Ah, uh, like that's what Justin Hammer's character resorts to now. He's like a black market arms dealer guy. I guess that's true. You know, yeah. He got out of jail. He's not a legitimate businessman anymore. But he's this just, guy is a legitimate businessman. Okay, he sure. Has a restaurant. That's yeah. He does. Justin Hammer could. Own I mean, a they restaurant. could just have them in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, couldn't have to own the restaurant. He could just be having a meal in a restaurant. Mm. I guess. So I don't you think that would have been an interesting? It could have. Fleshed out the world a little bit more. Because the Wally Goggs character, you don't really need him in the movie. He's kind of a fourth wheel. But I think you do, though, because... Not even a third wheel, Mason, that's right. Wow, the fourth wheel. A useful wheel. Imagine imagine a fourth wheel on a car. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think you do need him because you need a character who's consistently villainous in the movie. Because we have... How do we do this without without spoiling? There's there's a twist on I guess on some of the other villains. Yeah, I mean we, that, we yeah. you know there there's some character there's the, the other the other villains in this movie have some more depth. Yeah, uh, and some more and I think you need a character who's uh, you need a villain who's completely unsympathetic that we can all just beat up. But why not Justin Hammer then? It's a good question. Don't yeah. know. Maybe, I know. He's, maybe he's done with Marvel movies. He could be. Maybe I mean because he maybe the backlash to his character in well it's the thing I mean. I, Justin Hammer in Iron Man 2 was probably the best part of Iron Man 2. I too. agree, yeah. So, I don't know, but maybe the, the negative backlash towards that movie generally, he was like, well, I'm probably not going to do another one. They brought back other people, though. They brought back bloody General Ross from The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. You know, they do bring back people. That's true, they That's, do. And that no, I movie... thought I, I meant for him more than anything else. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, he did that and he did the short, and then he's like, no, I'm done with this. I'd yeah. rather do... Well, he did the short, so... Anyway, I don't know. Matter. I mean, they probably they obviously didn't ask him. It wasn't written for him anyway. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. But no... What did you think of the ghost, though, as a villain? Liked her. What do you think about the effects? That's right. Her. What? I didn't even notice. So I didn't see gender, so I didn't, I didn't even I notice. Said, right? What did you think of that effect? This is it. What I'm uh, I mean, it's a pretty basic effect. It's a quite a basic effect, yeah. Uh-huh. But it works. It's a bit of an echo in... Yeah, look, I think it was fine. Yeah. Uh, and effective. I initially thought it was going to be black market tech based on the vision or something yeah, like right, that. Okay. But it turns out it's a different thing. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was good. Uh, and so that's Hannah John Carmen, who is uh, one of the main characters in Killjoys, the show that I watch when I'm not watching a show. Oh, very good. You know, that show that's on Netflix I just watch is all the a, time. Is it a British show? No, it's Canadian, I think. It's Space Bounty Hunters. It's got one of the Ashmores in it. Is it good? Yeah, I've mentioned Ashmore? it on the show. Oh. I don't know. Aaron, I think. Is he Iceman or the other one? I don't know. <laughs> How would I know and why would I know? I don't know how or why you would know. Yeah. Yeah. But Netflix, Australian Netflix, if you're listening out there, they just took two seasons of it off Netflix. Oh, okay. So, so now only season that. one is on there. 
which I've seen already. What were you thinking, Netflix? I, I wasn't. I don't what know. Thinking I don't Netflix. Know, I don't know. I'm not affiliated. What were you with thinking, them. Netflix? I'm not affiliated with, with them this week. When they pay us, I'll oh, okay, cool. All right, then, then you. All right, we'll save that in. Save that criticism. Put it in the bank for later. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, you know what else I thought this movie suffered from, and uh-huh. it's not its fault. Imagine if Giant Man was revealed in this movie, and it works in Civil War. That what a great reveal. In that would that, have been fun, In yeah. that movie. Uh-huh. But this movie, I think, could have Could have needed it. that? Yeah. Right. I think that, oh, that whole sequence where he's big and he's scooting on top of a truck. Because we need, we need him to do... Uh, because we know he's going to do it in this movie. Yeah. And we, there, a sequence is coming up where you know... Because we know he can do it and he needs to do it mm. in an action sequence. Yeah. It's there's not a lot of dramatic tension to that. No, yeah. Because we know, like, it'd be like, oh my god, Ant Man, we need you to shrink and go through this keyhole. We, yeah, I can do that. I will. I've been doing that for ages. It's <laughs> for not ages, a surprise. Yeah. It's not a surprise. I think you're right in that sense. Yeah. yeah. Again, I think that's that's not this movie's fault. No, and I think but also I think works, they put but... in they put in a, a um, they put an element in there to make it like. There's no, there's no sure way that he can do that. Yeah, okay, like fair they, enough, there's, yeah. Some, there's some technological hurdles in the movie. Just going to put that into spoilers, yeah. Okay. It's because I want to talk about All that right. later. Sorry, yeah. Nice. No, I, I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got here, Mace? I'm trying, to, I'm, trying to bloody, I'm trying to bloody think. Okay, how about this? How does it rank for you for the other Phase 3 movies? Give us, give us an example of another okay, one. Okay, uh, so Ragnarok, yep. Homecoming, Avengers 4, Black Panther... Might be another one. Maybe Guardians 2, I think, is in there as well. Uh-huh. I'd put it towards the bottom. Yeah. Not because it's bad. Yeah. But just be... I, I enjoyed it a lot, but just because it's... It's not necessarily doing a lot that's new. Yes. In this movie. I agree. Yeah. I mean, there's some... I mean, we get some... We get another look into the quantum realm. Yep, which sure. Which is good. And but I think... There's also some unexplained stuff, which we'll talk about in yeah. spoilers. I'm but not, I also think... How does that all yeah, work? Like, the quantum realm is kind of... It's kind of self-contained, and I don't really think it's going to reflect into the wider Marvel universe. Yeah, I think it will. Oh, except, okay. I yeah. was going to say except in other Ant-Man movies. But... No, no, I think we're, we'll okay. talk about that. We'll, talk, we'll bloody talk about it then. All but, right. Yeah. Okay. But I think, toward, again, because, you know, uh, Black Panther introduced a whole new yep. uh, city and culture and society. And obviously and... this can't do that. Exactly. Yeah. And Infinity War was just huge. Yeah. And Spider-Man Homecoming was uh, good for some reason. It was good and fun, and yeah. we re- reintroduced Spider Man in a way that I didn't hate. And I guess the same could be said for Ragnarok. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think this was a good, fun, small scale, <laughs> pun intended, uh, story well told. Okay, I uh, don't disagree, and I don't think it had to. I don't think the whole world had to be at stake in this one. No, just enjoyed it. Just he had a, he had fun with it. Everybody had fun with it. Yeah, like, just like Justice League. That's where he ran. No, he ran disagree. It. Way better than Justice League. <laughs> it is you know why? Because there were scenes set on a street, and it looked like a street. <laughs> That's my yardstick now. <laughs> it's weird that none of that movie looks like it's set anywhere. Isn't it weird? <laughs> Should we do spoilers? Yeah, let's do spoilers. Anyway, uh, I'm going to say best, best movie, movie ever. ever. Yeah, uh-huh. def- yeah. And also, I'm glad to see Wally Goggins getting. I love Wally he's, Goggins. He's, he's been. He's just. Maybe let's let's do a let's see a movie when he where he's a good guy. Got him no, in he, doesn't the, he doesn't have the face for it. No, nah, he could be a good guy. No, he couldn't. Well, he's a good guy in Hateful Eight, sort of. Yeah, well. I mean, he's the least worst guy. He's the guy least in worst H- guy of a room of terrible people. Yeah, yeah. Check, check if there's anything else in here, just from non spoilers. We can. Uh, not really. Okay. You know, so this is spoilers. So okay, you talked mate. about how the tech, it, like, he can't giant man 
big man whenever he wants. Yes. It felt a bit Iron Man 3 as in, who made this? Why you you have another version of this suit? Why don't you wear that one? Right. Or why don't you wear the old suit? Yeah. Right. It's it's strange to me that again, like with Iron Man three, I know it's it's played for comedy and it makes uh-huh. it more interesting because he can't just do whatever he wants whenever he yes. wants. Uh-huh. But I, it's kind of doesn't make but sense. But I feel like the the better the I, I feel there's better justifications why he can't because mm. Hank and. Uh, uh, Hope are on the run, yeah. so they don't have access to the better technology. Sure, so they can't build a he can't build a flawless Ant Man suit again. Yeah, and the other Ant Man suit they have to use for is hidden in the yeah, it's hidden in the bloody and then they have to use it to then track they have to use it later. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, yeah, I know, so, I'm not. I'm not saying they don't write it out, properly, uh-huh. but I'm just. I just think it's it's a bit flimsy. Okay, I, I yeah, think. that's fair yeah. enough. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, but it does make for some funny moments, like like you said, when he's at the school, when he's a little a little Polarad, and <laughs> yeah, that was funny. He's like one third the size. Do we know? <laughs> I don't know if any. I don't know anything about the production of this movie. Did they build him? A, did they knit him a big sweatshirt? They, oh, that they did, but I don't think. I think everything else was. Blue screen in perspective, right? For sure, I'm right. fairly confident. Are you saying? Because you know, with like the Lord of the Rings, they built two different sets yeah. and they used yeah. a lot of perspective. No, like I don't tricks. think I don't think they built a giant like school. I like just a thought giant you meant like a school with like a like all the backpacks and stuff. Oh like, no, 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 just no, a no. wall. I no, mean. I think I think they. Yeah, I I'm hoping they built him a giant. They they knitted him a giant sweatshirt. <laughs> I think that's fun, and he had to run around on to run around on a green screen wearing yeah, a sweatshirt. Absolutely. What did you think of the the reveal that the ghost was a, a pin particle byproduct of a horrible experiment and was working with um, Goliath, Goliath, and all Lawrence that kind Fishburne. of thing? Yeah, good. Uh, look, here's the thing i I would have hoped that, but again, it's one of those things where the villain is always a byproduct of the hero. Yes, to, it's a little to, bit different. To, in it's this, to yeah. a lesser extent. I think I would have preferred if she was just a. Either an exp- like a general experiment gone wrong, yeah. or she was just like an industrial saboteur, like the like the comic book version. But is that less interesting to be like? I'm just you know. Then you're doing your Justin Hammer thing, not Justin Hammer thing. Then you're doing you're combining your Wally Gogs and that. I guess that's probably into a true, less yeah. interesting character. Uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You got me. I, I liked that uh, they talk about Bill Foster and how he was he'd done the Giant Man stuff before. Uh huh. I don't think we're going to see it. Suit up anytime soon, maybe in a flashback or whatever. Uh-huh. But I like that again. It builds on the law that there were people doing this thirty years prior. Yeah, right. You know, mm-hmm. and I like that he was helping them out, and he hated Hank Pym because he's a bad bloke, which he is. In, there in was never medias. any real resolution to that. Like Hank Pym, Goliath's uh, uh, like he fired me and blah blah blah, and or yeah. uh, no, I I left and whatever. And Hank Pym's like, no, I fired him, whatever. And then we go back to the the van, and Hank Pym's like, "He stole my designs," and I blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "Are you lying?" <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was. It seemed to me that he would, because he doesn't seem like he was the greatest guy when he was absolutely in not. his younger years, and he never is in any version. Yeah, right. Like he's got a lot of flaws. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a bad. But he... it was never. Nobody ever went. Are you sure that? Yeah, he was still. Or did you just fire him because you were really really arrogant? Which yeah, is it? I mean, there's two sides to every story, obviously. That's true, but yeah. Probably that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. I think when you when you've got kind of a few villains and things going on, I think they didn't really do any of them completely properly. Like, I don't really care if Ghost fades into nothing. I don't care. <laughs> well, okay. You, know? you didn't find her compelling in that way. I mean, she didn't, and that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I whatever. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You know, uh-huh. it's 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 fine. I I don't think they probably spend enough time. 
with her in the in the two hours. Also, okay, let's talk about Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh-huh. So, first of all, the de-aging looks great. I think that's a different actor. No, it's her. Is it? Let's yeah, the I I have That's young Michelle Pfeiffer. I am under the impression that that is a different actor who looks a lot like Michelle Pfeiffer. No, Mason. Well, the, the no! young Lawrence Fishburne is a is yeah, his, his son, son right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Do you think it's Michelle Pfeiffer's son? Yeah, it's Michelle Pfeiffer's exactly, yeah. All right, I'm going to bloody look into this. Please do, but they definitely de-age it. What about the Hank Pym? Do they get a younger Hank Pym? No, that's definitely So they de-age one of them, they got someone who kind of Looks like exactly like Michelle Pfeiffer. Correct. You could see even it was kind of, a, it's got that sheen over it. All right. They may have had a stand-in, but it's her face. All right. Okay. They, put a, they put a young wig on them. Yeah, yeah, right. And they, and they do the face. Okay. They stretch the well, face Well, in that case, out. it looks great. It does look great. Uh-huh. I agree. It, it looks better every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so she's stuck in the quantum realm for 30-odd years. Uh-huh. Because uh, she she saved the world and then she's living in there. I have questions about how that works. I sh- I'm assuming that you don't need to eat in there because you can just feed off energy and you're maybe small and yeah, that could be you true. can absorb it and whatever. Or she's hunting tardigrades and eating them. Yeah, exactly. Yum, yum, yum. The scythe that she's carrying, I assume she made from her wings or something like that. Potentially, sure, sh- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she absorbs enough quantum energy that when she comes out, she can kill a ghost. Has she got powers now? That can like quantum powers. Uh, I don't know. There was some talk of evolution and adaptation. Yeah. Well, people are saying is that an X Men thing? Maybe. I or also well, I think that maybe she had the, all this excess saved up energy. Yeah. And I think that in giving it to the ghost, that's all of it. Okay. Because in the post credit sequence, yes, uh, Scott has to go back into the quantum realm to get more energy. energy. So I think that was the last of her energy. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not. Yes. And do you think maybe if she had that energy, she wouldn't have faded away, maybe? People are also saying, do you think him being in the quantum realm saved him? The, that, see, that question rely, is, is the Infinity Gauntlet, mm. is it more science fiction or is it more magic? Yeah. Because if it's magic, mm. then because Thanos wants everybody, half the people in the universe to die, he would die, then it's just a coincidence that he survives. Yes. Because it would have gotten him regardless. But if it's more science fiction-y, I'm willing to say that he's in another realm and so it couldn't get to him. I think it's like elemental. Or it's the other way. Sure. I think it's elemental magic because it's one of the first things that were created in the universe okay, or right. whatever. Uh-huh. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, the glove itself, I guess, is science fiction-y. Sure. The way it works. Uh-huh. But I don't. We don't really know. Don't really know, yeah. I don't really think it, it matters. Uh-huh. Necessarily whether or not. No. Needs- I'm going I'm to say, though, my, my feeling is or the way the writers intended it, is that he escaped death because he was in the quantum realm. Yeah. Well, in the in the post-credit sequence, so again, I did a video on it. You can check it out. Mason. There's the, some drumming. A big ant does, does some drumming. Good night, everyone. Yes. Uh, but we, you know, we get the signal, the broadcast signal, because half the population of the universe is gone. And we also get, so Hank, Hope, and Janet disappear. Uh-huh. And Scott's stuck in the quantum realm. But she does mention in passing... Don't get stuck in a time vortex or whatever before he goes in. Remember that? Yeah, right. Uh-huh. So I think that's how he's going to get out. I think Avengers 4 is going to be set maybe a decade after. Okay. And maybe he pops out then because right. there's the images of Tony Stark looking old and stuff where he's been on set or whatever. Uh-huh. So I think... Don't you think that's just... No, no it's Danny like his Jr. hair is like... Oh, uh, okay. Whiter. Oh. Yeah. So Ooh. 
Yeah, I think I think the quantum realm and quantum energy and all that and quantum entanglements because he does he captures that quantum energy like he has that. Yeah, right. So you think maybe he's going to use that to break out? I think like he's he gonna... used it to escape last time. Exactly. I think mm. he's going to use that, and they're going to use like Stark technology to time travel and fix things. Oh. So I think this movie ties in more to well, the the end of it does. The yep. ties into Avengers Four. Right. Yeah, because nothing else in this movie really kind of matters. I think except for that in relation to Avengers. Yeah. So in 4. a way, everything leading up to it mattered. Yeah. Checkmate. You got me. That's right. Yeah, but I'm up. That, that's just speculation. I don't. I don't actually. Okay. No, I think that works. Know that. People were saying also it was a weird, jarring, I, I also... like a tonal shift when they're all happy and fun. And yeah, I like that a lot. Then, yeah, me too. I yeah. like that too. Because yeah. people had forgotten that that's what happened in Infinity War. People were like, oh, Infinity War's over right now to enjoy some light, old-fashioned fun. Oh, no. I also like that they don't explain it. If yes. you haven't uh-huh. seen Infinity yep. War, yeah, yeah. what was that? Exactly. You know? yeah. Well, that's isn't that intriguing? Is it? Yeah, well, yeah, And then we've got Ant-Man and the Lost Will Return, question mark. Yeah, question mark. So, I'm trying to thought. Where's it gone? I don't know. What was I doing? What? Where are we? Yeah. Well, I, actually, what I was going to say is that you were saying that the you know potentially maybe the quantum energy is how they blah 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 and how how the infinite uh, Avengers four is going to go. I also think that it could be a case of they literally just go at the end of it, all the movies. They go, how many pieces do we have? Yep. Now let's go into the writers' room and see what we can do with the pieces. Sure. Okay. Like I think they might go, okay, well, there's some quantum energy here. Yep. And then over here, these characters are still alive and we've got, you know, Mant- uh, bloody Nebula's over here and she's got a ship. So how can we yes, tie them yep. all together kind of thing? Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. So, you know. So they're reverse engineering from what they've kind I of I think left. maybe, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I think it's, it's a little bit more planned out than that. Okay. But I don't... Uh-huh. Well, it's already... Fil- it's mostly filmed. Oh, then so I don't know. But that, but, that, but that being said, this story was written... Two or three years ago, yeah, right. You know, right. so so they could have just looked at the script and gone, "What have we got left? What what's what's happening?" They could yeah, have said what's to each other, "What's what's 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 going on?" You know, what I thought was weird. What's that? How does the quantum realm work in terms of a woman aging in there, but also having makeup, visible eyeliner? No, she's just got a natural smoky eye. That's not what that is. No, it is. She's wearing, I mean, she knew Hank Pym was coming, and she had a little. She had some <laughs> makeup, and she'd been saving her for when she's rescued. I just think that's a weird thing to kind of upkeep. In the right, in okay. the uh, in the dimension where you're stuck fighting microbes forever or no, whatever. I understand. No, that's a very good point. But but also that the question then is, does that mean she kept makeup in a wasp costume? It was the sixties. She probably had to. That's probably oh, well, it true. Was the 80s, sorry, <laughs> she probably had to. She probably had that's to. Some, some things don't change, man. That's what unrealistic I'm beauty expe- expectations for women. They don't change. All right. That's it. Yeah. Mm. You know what I thought? Okay, I've got really only Tell one Tell me what you thought, all right? We all really want to know what you thought. <laughs> ah, cool. Wait, do you really want to know what I thought? Yeah. Okay, cool. There's, <laughs> there's a moment... Otherwise, we've got dead air. It's a good this point. Madness. There's a bit where... Uh, so the, the way Paul Rudd escapes after he becomes Giant Man is he makes the suit giant. Yep. And all the FBI kind of roll in on it. They're like, you've got, you've got you surrounded, Scott Lang. You've got you captured. Uh-huh. Oh, hit my mic. And then he, you see, it cuts to Paul Rudd and he's in the same street and he's in his underwear and he runs off. Yes. Why? He could have just jumped on an ant and flown home. It's true. I don't understand that at all. Like, what's the... It's not even a good gag. Nah, it's a great it's gag. It's not a good gag. That's so good. It doesn't good. make any sense because then the suit shrinks down. Yes. And then an ant picks it up. Yes. He could have just left. Yeah, that's true. 
maybe how about this? Mm. Maybe the FBI guys were headed to his. They were headed to his house, mm. and some of the FBI guys were going to get to his house before he could get to his house. So he had to. Just, he had to get all the FBI guys to that spot. Yes. So let's say an FBI guy's headed to his house, but then he gets on the, somebody gets on the radio and says, there's a giant man over here. Sure. And he's like, well, okay, I'll go back this way. And by that point, he's, he's run right? home in his underpants. Yeah, but yes. he could have been in the suit also and just done that. He didn't, they thought he was in it anyway. That's true. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just think it's dumb. I thought it was great. Well, I think you're dumb. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not dumb, though. No, you're all right. Thank you. Anything else to bloody... No, it's good. I had a good old fun time. Yeah, I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you need to rush out. And if you're in Europe, you can't. Yeah. But good it's... luck, idiots. <laughs> but I think Enjoy it's... your football. <laughs> Enjoy the great game of football. Or soccer, as it's properly called. As it's properly called. But yeah, we'll, we'll do a video this week where we're talking about this stuff if you want to swing back around. Got some uh, reviews here from people who listen, Mason. This is from ready. Caleb. Saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was better than Black Panther and Infinity War. <laughs> the villains had clear motivation and the plot was very small scale, which is refreshing to, refreshing to see in a modern blockbuster. I enjoyed that I do, lot, I do yeah. like that element mm-hmm. as well. Because they don't all have to be, and it would be exhausting if everyone's... It, if, if every single one of these Marvel movies was the entire universe is going to collapse... And then at the end... Or the, the entire X-Men, world... The X-Men have to shoot a villain with all exactly. their powers. Exactly. It's just ex- exhausting and you go numb to it. Yeah, definitely. That's why all the Transformers movies are so terrible. Because oh. everyone's the whole... Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Gundam style. <laughs> That's why they're so terrible because everything's the whole universe is at stake. There's all a the device time. that's gonna and whatever. everything is moving and exploding at the same time, yeah. and you can't focus, and it's just exhausting. Uh, pronounced Haybert said, "I would have enjoyed Ant Man and the Wasp if uh, all the action beats weren't in the trailer." Mm. Not yeah, not not Dan, a lie. Dan Boyce says, "Ant Man and the Wasp is a big improvement over the predecessor. The humans more consistent." Uh, the action scenes do a better job of using Shrinky Growy core at its concept, and I'm fine with a light-hearted Marvel movie where the whole universe isn't at stake. That sounds mm. pretty on par with what you were talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danielle says, Ant-Man and the Wasp was so disappointing. Comedy was flat to the point of uncomfortable. Villains were whack. Worst movie ever. Action sequences were cool, though. Yep. And Drew says, Man, Mason's a big old bitch. He sounds like a bloody sack of shit. I hope he falls into a volcano and then nobody remembers him. What a weird review. That is a weird review, isn't it? I mean... <laughs> he really says, yes. in addition to that, saw Ant-Man in the, in a volcano? I don't know. Yeah. What are the chances? <laughs> I mean, how would I even, like... Why would I be... Like, I'd no, remember There's you. no active volcanoes near us. Yeah. I'd have to go to one. Yeah. I'd have to take my time out and go, why would I? <laughs> you wouldn't. Yeah. Why did he say all that? <laughs> no. Because if he... Did he say all that? Yeah. Huh. You'd have to Google it. But he right. said it. Huh. Uh, but he also says, saw Ant-Man and the Wasp last night and I loved it. Because if he didn't say it, <laughs> that would mean that you came up with all that horrible stuff to say about me. That doesn't sound like something I would do. I don't have that in me, Mason. Mm. I'm a man of compassion and mm. integrity. All right. I've got that tattoo that says podcasting in a halafa. That's true. That yeah. says passion and integrity. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, Paul Rudd can do uh, no wrong in my eyes. I love Ghost No Potential in Phase 4. Also love that Larry Fishburne's in the MCU. All that de-aging looked great. And I didn't hate the kid. Now I like the kid. I like yeah. that kid a lot, actually. This is a this is a letter from Eight Kyle. Out of 10. I'm getting get into this. This is this is a. I'm going to get into some letters later. But this okay. is a letter from Kyle Todd. Yeah. Uh, two things refreshing about uh, Ant Man. First, the plot wasn't the world ending. That's true. Yep. Uh, the second is that Ant Man didn't disappoint his daughter. 
Uh, yeah. Most movies with a kid, it's all about how the main character he couldn't get to the, the recital, but missing or important events exactly. Ugh. But the daughter convinces him to help and, and be a hero, and he does, and he does. Yeah, that's right. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff. Uh, yeah, it's nice when they just don't do that stuff. Claire was also watching a movie last night. Um, yes. After after she watches The Handmaid's Tale, she has to watch something that's not a horrible universe. <laughs> yeah, I understand. She watches How to Lose Solution. A- how about don't watch The Handmaid's Tale? You ever think about that? No, Claire, Claire. If you're listening, she's obviously not. Why would she? <laughs> but uh, she was watching 10 things I can lose. 10, 10 ways to lose a guy in 10 days. How to lose a guy days. in 10 days, yeah. yeah. That one. McConaughey and... Uh, Hudson, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, yeah. And again, it ends with like all of those movies do where they have to race to the airport. Yes. Like, uh-huh. It's everything have to be... What if... Because they always show up to the workplace of the person and they're like, I got to tell Sandra Bullock that I love her. But they're like, but she's already left for her new job in Connecticut. And he's like, oh, no, and he has to go... What if we went... There's, no, there's only one plane ever to Connecticut. <laughs> There'll never be another one. What if they went, I got to speak to Sandra Bullock. And they went, yeah, she's, she's in. There she is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just go and talk to her. Okay. Uh, you know what it's time for then? Oh, what's it time for? What we reading? What we gonna read. I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? I'm just bringing up my comicsology because I can't okay. remember what I've What I reading. haven't read this week, but I'm going to read. because I'm, I'm edu- Watchmen? I don't know. I'm not going to watch uh, read that. I'm edging up. I'll be close. I'm edging up on being up to date on Batman. And Batman number oh, 50 the is, the, is the Batman-Catwoman wedding issue, which apparently is is cr- crushing people's hopes and dreams. People are very disappointed by it. They've been let down. Oh. They feel betrayed by the series. Okay. I'm not going to say why, but I think I can guess. Didn't it, didn't it leak before what happened? Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah, but I'm not... Are uh, people are very... I know you're, you, you like the Tom King run, don't you? Of this current run of Batman. Yes, I do, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people are more divided on it than you are. Yeah. Really? i, I got to kind of get back into it. I yeah. like Tom King's work. Yeah, me too. What else? He did, did he do Grass Kings? No, I'm just uh, thinking of Kings. Yeah, no. You think did he do Kings. Three Kings? No. Was he one of the three kings who delivered presents to Jesus? Yes, he was, yeah. yeah. Okay. He was Murr. <laughs> he was Murr. <laughs> yeah. You'd think he'd be Darren Frank- Murr. You'd think he would be Frankincense, but he's not Frankincense. No, he's, he's not. Yeah. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm actually, I've, I've taken it back, Mason. I've taken it way back. Claire's brother got me this a while ago, and I finally started reading it. Uh, Neil Gaiman's Sandman. I've never read it. Yeah, right, okay. What a great... First couple of volumes? What a great book. It is a great book. I agree. Yeah. It's one of those ones where it's just been sitting there, and I'm like, I'm going to get to this, and I finally have, and I really, really enjoyed it. Is there anything else you're reading or going to read? Uh, I was going to say, what, uh, what, what is interesting about the first couple of volumes of Sandman is it's more integrated with the DC universe. It is. That really surprised me. It gets less and less. like it, it, Because mm. that's sort of when Vertigo was... It was implied that it was... A lot of it was in the same universe. Where's Hitman? Hitman is in the regular DC universe. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. But, and and the, the, fur, the further Vertigo got out, the, the more it diverged from the regular DC universe. But in the first one you get... There's times something and there's Batman the Justice League's in it. I yeah. think there's the Justice Society is in it. Mm. There was a tie-in back in the nineties. The is the, something in it? I don't know. Sorry, keep going. Right. The Justice League were they the Justice Society disappeared because the the premise was that they went to battle in Ragnarok. Like they were for, they were forever trapped to battle in Ragnarok because the gold gods were dying and blah blah blah. And they were like, well, we have to save the the we have to save Earth and we're going to go fight in Ragnarok. And so they went away. And they wanted to bring the Justice Society back, I think. And they're mm. like, well, how do we figure this out? And so there's a scene, I think, in an issue of Sandman where people are offering uh, 
they're offering gifts to I think Lucifer for for ownership of hell, and one of them's like, "Here's a simulation of Ragnarok. Look at all the fun little char- colorful characters ah. that are in it, and it's it's the Justice Society who are trapped in a little bauble. Ah. Yeah, so are they still in there? They're out now. Thank God, they're back, baby. <laughs> Good work. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I'm trying to think of what else I'm... Hang on, I'm going to check my Netflix queue. Oh, you know what it is? And this may be in American Netflix. This this might have been around for ages, but the first five Fast and Furious movies are back <sighs> on Netflix. So Great. I'm going to catch up on the ones that I've missed. Which ones have you missed? Two through four, I think. Yeah, they're not good. They're not good, right? But I'll watch five again. Four's okay. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen three. That's the Tokyo Drift one, but... Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm also going to watch... I'm going to give this a whirl. I don't know if it's any good or not. Uh, there's a Netflix series called Kiss Me First, which is apparent. It looks like Ready Player One. It's a British Ready Player One. Oh, I've so- yeah, okay, I saw that. I didn't see it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It doesn't look that bad. And it doesn't look like it's just beat you over the head with references because I don't think they could use any of the references. But that's so. all I want. Oh, then, I just then, want an okay. endless stream of references of well, things I recognize. you are out of luck, my friend. Well, you're out it of luck. It could be all right. Uh, it could be. You're out of luck because it's letters time. I know, and, and I'm, the I'm theme ready. yeah, no, I don't have the theme ready at all. Ah, uh, uh, I don't want to subscribe to YouTube Music. Yes or no, Mason? No, thanks. You notice how the no button's much smaller than the big yeah, I do, yeah. yes button. And you, and you just in- inherently push the big button because it's red. Classic yeah, because it's red. Letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. We're going to hear right now. We're going to do letters. You know what's weird? What's that? If you did get Thumbs. YouTube, yeah, they are. Uh-huh. If you did get YouTube Music, you'd only ever play that song. It's true, it's not yeah. Worth it for you. Well, no, no, sometimes I would listen. I'd probably listen to like you know. Sometimes you go to Spotify to find an album and it's not on there. Yeah, and it's but somebody's just uploaded it to YouTube. Yes, if exactly. I was in the car or something, I'd probably listen that way. My Spotify has logged me out on my phone. Uh oh, and I have no idea how to get back in. <laughs> I don't know what email I put in. Yep, uh-huh. I definitely don't know the password. So I just I. Can't cancel yeah. it because I don't even know what it's... There are any number of... Why did it do it? Why did it do there that? There are any number of logins that every time I want to log in to buy something mm. or do something or do some banking or whatever, I have to just click forget my password and reset it again. Yeah, same. Because I yeah. don't know what it is anymore. Because they're all like variations on the five different passwords that I that I use and they're all different. Yeah, right. You know? uh, but anyway. Mm. It's all just his name. Yeah, it's my name. It's just yeah. James. It's <laughs> just James. No cap, no uppercase. It's just, it's, just, it's it's James and then an assortment of numbers that he thinks... It, it's a reference that he thinks is funny afterwards. So maybe it'd be 69 or 420 or Gundam style. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, just... try If you want to hack into James's account, just try James Gundam style. Yeah, that's right. You're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to reach the show, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter. Yes. You get a number of tweets and stuff that you that you can... We'll read out some and whatever. Or... WeeklyPlanetPod at gmail.com and Mason will go through the mailbag. Though I've actually got a mailbag one this week. Go ahead. I'll start with a tweet. It's from Dion Evans. I think this is interesting. Hashtag WeeklyPlanetPod. Hey guys, the show is incredible. Was wondering if Mason could fall into a volcano. What is there? What's What's going on? What's this trend going on? Should I jump into a volcano for the likes and the views? Probably. Should I do that on on our Patreon? (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, What films do you guys consider to be beautiful in the way that they look? Personally, the way Man of Steel looks is amazing. Snyder does a good job on that side of things. Uh, Yeah. I don't always like Snyder's visuals, Uh but I think Man of Steel does have some really 
beautiful looking stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any films that you think are, are wonderful to look at? Beautiful films with beautiful vistas and such. I watched the new Blade Runner again the other day. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. Still great, It's yeah. the best movie uh-huh. of the two. Of the three, yeah, including right. Soldier. Yeah. And it's, Look, yeah. this is an odd choice, but I feel like the first thing that sprang to mind was probably the first Matrix, which is not... It's not like beautiful meadows or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. but it's got a great visual style to it. You know, you know, when they're, you know, they're, they're driving the big like 1930s car, you know, under yep. the bridge and it's raining and they're, Definitely, you know, yeah. and bloody... Even the colour palette, even the, like a drab office. Yeah. Uh-huh. You get, yeah. I, I, the, it kind the, of loses that in the other two. I think they're a bit... They're a bit much. They went a bit goth rave yeah, in, the, in, the, in the sequels a bit. Well, it was the era. Yeah. yeah. But I think the first one is definitely... And you know when... Just and, and you know and they pioneered so many weird effects and stuff like that. Yeah, and ah, oh, good stuff. I remember you telling me that you consider some of the greatest looking movies and best movies as your what you call the Kevin Costner trilogy of Never said Robin that. Hood, Prince of Thieves. No, I've not said any of this. Uh the Postman. Yep, and Field of Dreams. Yeah. Oh, wasn't Dances with Wolves? Okay. <laughs> no, no, it was Field of Dreams. <laughs> Dances with Wolves, as if, how can you dance with a wolf? It'll tear you to shreds. Yeah, it's true. Dumb premise. Yeah, even if you taught it, it would eventually get you. It'll eventually turn on you. That's right. It'll wait till you lost concentration for a second and eat you. <laughs> but You're like, is it step, turn, pause, turn, step, or is it step, pause, turn, pivot, step, and then it'll eat you? <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends, because... Some movies intentionally look grimy and sad and, and whatever. And then you've got movies like Back to the Future too, where they go to the future and it's fun and colourful. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. I think that would be an interesting episode to do maybe on yeah. best looking babes in cinema. What are we oh, talking about? Oh, yeah. Best looking babes. Yeah, great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, anything like Denny Villeneuve, you know, because they did the Blade Runner. Yeah, like, for if you sure. Look at, right. Did you do a rival? I think you did a rival. Maybe. That looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not... See, I don't know how or why something looks good. I just yeah. kind of know if it is. Uh-huh. And I can't replicate that in any way. Exactly. And I think in a lot of cases, if there is a movie and it's the sweeping vista of the beautiful green plains, I'm like, they're trying too hard. Yeah, I agree. You yeah. hate the sound of music? Yeah. Yeah, me oh, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. You got a letter there? Um, this is from Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's got two, he's got, uh, two things, got to say. What movie did we watch when we were a teenager and we loved it? Then we grew up and realized it's beyond terrible. <laughs> the first one that came to mind was American History X, but that's good, right? Is it? Yep. Great. I don't know. I haven't seen it probably uh-huh. since I was a teenager, but yeah, I remember right. the time being, oh my God, racism. Oh, this movie's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so cool. Wait, 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 wait. No, that's what you said. That's what I said, yeah. yeah. Oh no, can you think of anything? Uh, let me. You think. love sport. <laughs> Yeah, I did love that. That's absolutely that is a great that is a great example. That was so cool and good. Remember when he builds the rocket launch? He cool and good. makes that rock and he launches the rocket at the plane and it all blows up. Yeah, it's got three warheads in it. It's that got, missile. Maybe it does. How would it do? How would I don't. It, I don't know what you're so, talking it's about. So bad. <laughs> it's so bad that movie. Yeah. As Blade, what about the first Blade? That's that still probably okay. still holds, holds up. up a I think bit. that would be. It's very goth rave. <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe there's probably some pacing issues in that movie, yeah. or you, you know, it, I what it, if that movie? Watching it again, it probably looks a bit. It probably it's probably a bit bare bones. Yeah, right. You know, uh, but I think it probably there's still no holds up. Bare bones in that. It's mostly nah. vampires. <laughs> that's three jokes, Mason. Nice. It's nice. a trifecta. I've oh, done that's it. That's good. Bear Skellington joke. Good work. <laughs> Thank Good you. Work. That's great stuff. Uh, let me think. 
I'm sure there'd be so many superhero movies and things like that. I that don't really remember on. liking any of them from that era. Wow. Yeah, I'm trying to. Was there even a good one? Yeah. I like. I really liked Ninja Turtles too, and yep. that's probably not good. Absolutely. That's from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, people say that the Forrest Gump doesn't hold up anymore, and it's kind of just a man just being an idiot through time right. and meeting uh-huh. precedents. Oh, you know what? I liked, uh, and I haven't revisited it because there's it's um, Garden State. We all yeah. loved Garden State when that came out. That's true. And it says when I was a teenager, I was probably an adult. but Sure. But at the time, people were like, this is so good and profound. And deep or whatever. But maybe it's because people have become more cynical. Maybe it'll come around again where that movie yeah, kind right. of makes more sense. And that's the thing, because I don't want to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. Just in case I'm like, oh, yeah, that... I hate the pixie dream girl thing. For sure, it's yeah. really... And it will, I guess <laughs> the case, because that was... I'm sure it wasn't the first example of the manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. But it certainly was an early example of it. And I mm. wonder if we hate that trope now because there's been so many of yeah, them maybe, of this. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm just a girl and I want to open a cupcake shop or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Emily. Yeah. You really fucked I have, it I up. Have no, I have no other ambitions besides... Inspiring this man to do and exactly. his live his best life or whatever. And I have I a t shirt that says bespoke. Yep. Is uh, that what happens? I don't, I don't Terrific. Oh, and his uh, second point this is from Gabriel. Oh. Um, last week we talked about the movie Jumper. Yeah. Because we were talking about cliffhangers that, uh, uh, or, or, cliffhangers. Uh, that, that, that never went anywhere. Apparently, the Jumper universe has been revisited by the director in a YouTube series. Really? Called Impulse. Okay. Yeah. Is it good? The same universe. It says it's actually great. I don't know. I'm willing right. to believe Gabriel. So same powers, or is it people got different powers? Doesn't say. All right, I'm, I might check that right. out. Yeah. Well, Mason, you're gonna have to get YouTube Red to check that out, won't you? I don't want to. You have to. Don't want to though. All right, but you have to. But I don't want to. But you have to. Oh, okay. This is a follow-up letter from last week from Clint. We so wrote in the letter about uh, skyscraper and amputees in films. That's right. Yeah. And whether or not the Rock having that leg is just going to be an ex- you know an excuse for him to fall off a building and. It's going to help him or whatever. Correct. Uh, anyway, he says, first off, I want to thank you guys for making the best one leg anniversary ever. Uh, you ended my day with a great episode and discussion of my people. I think the public's opinion on amputees have fluctuated from the greatness of Luke Skywalker to the low pitfalls of Cyborg in Justice League. Yeah. Arguably the second worst character in the film. Looking at you, Lex Luthor. Okay. Does Luke Skywalker count as an amputee? Yes. But he oh, loses but... his hand and then he immediately just gets I, That's true. He hand gets, he gets a, that does literally everything. There. Yeah. Yeah. That... I mean, and I know the skin comes off it or whatever. Uh-huh. But it doesn't impede him in any way. That's true. He even yeah. gets shot in the hand later. Uh-huh. And because it's his... A robot head, he's fine. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, Cyborg, is he an amputee because he's just a face? There's not really anything else to that guy. He's just a well, face. Well, I, can, I think what we're saying is it's good that there's other examples yeah, I, now. I, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, that being said, all those characters are not really uh, discussed due to the sci-fi nature of the new limbs. That basically, oh, that, as you're saying this, basically making them 10 times better than the average person. Uh, Skywalker, the rubbery arm of Ulysses Claw, uh, Jake Chisel's mate Coulson, mm-hmm. and Misty Knight. Either way, I'm excited to see it. Watch Skyscraper to see your audience love it uh, and look at it and look at me with praise or hates it and looks at me like an, like an American look, looks at Bovril. Cheers, guys. And re- as, as requested, uh, take a look at my running leg uh, as well as shots of my, my legs. So, yes. you sent them through, you should check him out. He's because I, I want to know what he uses for running. He's got one blade leg for oh, running. he's got the blade leg. And he's got a sweet, regular leg for the other one. It's like a... a reg leg. A reg leg. He's got a reg yeah. leg. So okay. he does have the blade leg. Nice. And he looks fitter than both of us combined. Wow. <laughs> so. And we're quite unfit. So. Yeah, exactly. So that's Incredible. really saying something. Wow. So if you want some sweet pictures of legs, Mason, 
Now you can go bloody check it out. Oh, thank you. But thank you, Clint. I got one more tweet here from Grayson who says, Hey guys, was wondering if I can get a shout out for my new baby daughter, our first, and my wife who did all the hard work to bring her to us. James. Mate, you did some of the work. Don't tell yourself That's short. true. I did do some of the work. Not you. Oh, didn't I? No. Uh, James, best job in the world. Am I right? And hashtag as a dad, Mason. So yeah, congratulations. Is it the best job in the world? Best job in the world is probably uh, King roller of ice coaster cream. tester. No, because you could die. Yeah. Mm. The king says, of ice cream. The king of ice cream, yes. What does that entail? Do you just... Do you just declare things? Yeah, then you get ice cream. But do you, I, think you'd, I think you wouldn't appreciate it. No, I think you would. I think you, as the you, you're wise because you're the king. You don't just give you the role. Yeah. You're wise because you, you. No, you inherit it. You're a king. No, you, this is this is based on merit. This is a so job. You're the, so you're the president of ice cream. No, man, you're the really. king of ice cream. The title's the king. You of can't ice get cream. elected into a monarchy. You're not being elected. You're being promoted. <laughs> you're getting the job. You interview for the job, and then you become the king of ice cream. You don't interview to be the king. No, all right. Dude. It doesn't work like that. Anyway, you get free means ice- your father was get- the king of ice what cream. What I'm saying is, and you grew up as the prince of ice cream, a little a little roly poly ice cream boy who's never experienced anything in his life. Maybe in Just your all- in your monarchy, but this is this is America, all right. <laughs> and in America, you interview for the job and you get the job, and you're wise. That's why they gave you the job, and you get as much free ice cream as you want, but you don't eat too much. Because you're wise. You're just talking about a guy who works in an ice cream factory. No, he's he's not king. a king. No, he's the king. He's just a guy who interviews for a job and then eats some ice cream. That's working in an ice cream factory. You fucking idiot. Well, he's, the, he's the kick in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Why, how do we get on this? Our oh, best, best job in the, the world. Job. All right. Do you think King of Ice Cream is the best job in the world? Tweet at me, Abricopedia Brown. Yes or no? And me. No context. Yeah, both of us. No context. Yes or no? Thank you to everybody who tweeted us last week oh, yeah. about a topic that I can't remember. But I got plenty Did of answers. Did you like a tweet? Sorry? This week? You said you were going to like a no, tweet? No, I said though? I might like a tweet. Oh, you There's a good one. Wow. There's not been any good ones. There's been plenty of good no, ones. I disagree. Not good enough. Okay, but, okay. I don't know what you're looking for, but people keep trying. I don't know what I'm looking for either. Okay. You'll know it when you see it. I'll know when I see it. Exactly. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. So, also, uh, speaking of whatever we're speaking about. No. We've edited this in later. Uh, I was on an episode of my friend Sam Peterson's podcast, Confessions of the Idiots. Yeah. What's it about? I can't remember. We recorded it <laughs> ages ago. But you're in it. I read it and I remember it being a good old fun time so uh, check it out and let me know what I talked about I will on, I'll on Twitter say hello Confessions of an Idiot and well, that's certainly did they what change I... the name of the podcast to that when you went on it exactly that's correct yes got him <laughs> it was called Smarty Boy Talk before that <laughs> and then you know you know what I mean I know what you mean yeah you get it uh, do you want to take us to the end uh, let's, let's wrap up the show oh, uh, let's see speaking of Twitter you can get us at Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter and yes. Facebook and Gmail and Bandcamp. Correct. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. There's also a link there to my Instagram. If everybody could follow me on Instagram, there's some fire content. That's true. I also have an Instagram, Mr. Sunday Graham. Very nice. Mm. Uh, let's see. You can also go to planetbroadcasting.com. Mm-hmm. Sign up to our newsletter from the great Rob Collings. It's free. He's week- The Weekly Planet on Twitter. It's free. You can also go to our Facebook group, Planet Broadcasting. Great mates. We have officially 10,000 members. Yeah. And a couple of new bloody uh, admins. admins. New yeah. admins, Marty and Sarabi. Exactly. Who are, who are helping keep order in that wild west of a landscape but it's actually very civil and nice nice. so if you want to have a nice conversation about pop culture stuff or any of our other podcasts you can or just anything that you want to talk about really you can talk about all sorts of stuff yeah yeah who's what do you think what do you think the job of king of ice cream should entail and how do you get said job yeah exactly is it an interview process 
Obviously. It wouldn't be. Yeah. But yeah. All right. The king of rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. How did he get his job? But it's not a real... Was he the a... prince of rock and roll first? There is a prince of rock and roll. It's Prince. But... R.I.P. But that's not a real role. It's just the thing that people say that you are. You're talking about an actual monarch with a crown and a stick and sitting in a chair. No, I'm talking about a job called the king of ice cream. <laughs> Again, that's a guy who works in a factory. It's not, though, is it? It's you... a different thing. <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Movies if you want to chuck in a buck. Yes. Uh, you can also go to the Amazon affiliate link, which is in our episode description. Correct. Click on there. Just buy your regular Amazon shop. We'll get a kickback somehow. Get a kickback. Uh, you can also support us by getting a bloody sweet Weekly Planet Mr. Koi shirt. That's right. Just that I throw that in at the end because it's very exciting. It is very exciting. I'm super fired up about it. And the more we sell, the, the less more we, we have to get re- go to hell. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we won't go to hell. We've been cursed spawn style. <laughs> we have a limited number of podcasts to do, but if you buy our merch, correct, we don't go to hell. Exactly. Mm. Well, that's God's great. God's Spawn was a good movie. No. You've even said it hasn't. You said it in this episode that it's not a good movie. No, it's good earlier. No, it's fun. It's good though. (laughs) Good, good. Uh, Let's see. We've got some t-shirts on Mm tpublic.com. That's about it, I think. That's about it. Next week, we're doing um, One Legged Die Hard. So if you want to go and see that, you can. And we'll talk about all the other things that happen, won't we? And then I think the week after that's Comic-Con. So uh, fired up, fired up. I'm, I'm drinking my lemon and honey, and I'm ready to woo. Definitely get an Aquaman trailer. Nice, finally, finally, and, uh, and then it'll be out in the two two days later. It'll be out that December. Movie. But I think that's good because remember they released Justice League a year and a half before uh-huh. the movie came yeah. out. Yeah, mm. I cannot wait to see some stuff that will be definitely cut out of the movie. Sure. No, I think trailer. this one. I think this is the one, Mason. Okay, if you I mean, say and so. Wonder Woman. This is going to be the best movie ever made. Wow. So, and if you don't like that, if you can't take that, Mason, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then there's something wrong with you and your fucking head. <laughs> should I, hypothetically speaking, should I leap into a volcano? I'm not, I would never say that about you, but a lot of people seem to think that you should. So yeah, maybe. it's weird, isn't it? This week especially. <laughs> Volcanoes are even out of the news this week. I don't so, understand it. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. But look, if... It, Patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Maybe I'll jump into a volcano. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Gundam, Gundam style. Gundam style. Gundam, Gundam style. style. Still going. That's great stuff. Gundam, Gundam style. Gundam style. Gundam style. That's great stuff. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.